The comic book sensation Stealing Solo is back with a brand new edition. The entire fandom menace painted like you've never seen us before, featuring a cover from Anna that Star Wars girl. Back the comic, get the trading cards, wear the t-shirt, spread the word. Stealing Solo is back, and it's the fandom menace edition. Available only until May 2nd on Indiegogo. The following is a world-class bullshit is exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, bring a whole new meaning to the phrase, fucking mic drop today. (laughs) (laughs) Batman chuckling in the background is the last standing Simone, Big Rig, Nick Utah. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? And finally, American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. I would just like to take time to thank Nick and Dick Tanner for finally getting me my fucking movie. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's, he's kind of mad at you that, that he haven't posted pictures yet. Um, Tell him I will get to it in as timely of a fashion as this movie made it to my mailbox. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking shots I'll him, fired. I'll let him know that. <laughs> yeah, so my, the guy that helps me with these things apparently hurt his back. He 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 he's got a broken back. He he can't do it. Oh no! All the other <laughs> excuses I got. Yeah, these these things happen, man. Yeah, shit yeah, happens. When I you told you, slap his ass, strap his ass to a fucking backboard, put him in some traction, and tell him to get to work. Strap and slap his ass. God damn, man, you really. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what kind of party this is. Well, but- well, well, I mean, it, it, hey, man, it, 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 it clearly got done because you got your copy. So, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Next time, tell him to rub some dirt on it and walk it off. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> yeah, you don't put dirt on a DVD. It's digital and shit. What are you thinking, really? The thinking? quality. Wouldn't it be terrible? I mean, it would technically. Would be hilarious. Like, oh, I got soil on my disc. It's a little blurry. <laughs> How do you soil on your <laughs> disc? I don't get it. And why are you calling it soil? I mean, at, at what point do you have the disc exposed outside in a place where it could get dirt on it? And how old are you that you're using the word soil? Potting yeah. soil? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Jeff, why are you outside like playing with your DVDs? What, what's going on, buddy? Are you okay? Everything all right? Really, so I'm bored and I'm trying to reenact the scene from Shaun of the Dead, except I don't have vinyl, so I just use CDs. Um, okay, also, yeah. are things that are things that bad in California that your neighbors have turned into zombies? Oh, they're just uptight assholes. But yeah, they gotta go. Gotcha. That's the same thing. Yeah. What's the difference? Potato, tomato, asshole, zombies, whatever. Exactly. So, so folks, tonight we have some some talk. Yeah, some topics. I almost said some stuff. I'm like, yeah, some stuff. Great, awesome. What a great descriptive way to introduce your show. Anyway, we or have some YouTube topics to discuss show. tonight. We are a YouTube show. That means we can put in minimal effort. Goodbye, folks. Thanks for watching. <laughs> and that was one for the record books, as they say. No, uh, tonight we're going to be talking about all sorts of fun things. Uh, some MCU news, some Mortal Kombat stuff. Uh, a piece of news that makes me realize there's hope in the world, as well as uh, something ridiculous. But first, before we start, uh, I want to give a shout out to our newest patron, Kaylin Webb. Thank you very much for joining us over on Patreon. Uh, yes, Buffalo Jeff, you're going to get two Buffalo Jeffs this week. 
just been bombarded with a lot of shit that I've had to take care of. So, folks, uh, just be on the lookout for all of the Buffalo Jeff. Now, we're also going to start out the show ooh, uh, talking about the comic, Stealing Solo. So, guys, today I was actually interviewed about Stealing Solo, so that was fun. Oh. We were over, I was over on the uh, Lorena Creoles channel, and we were talking about the book. And so, folks, we are at 809 backers. We have nine days left, and uh, as you can see, we've exceeded our goal by a lot. So, uh, Stealing Solo, guys, is officially a 100K book. Uh, you know, Maybe. yeah, it's a success. It's in that club. So, uh, nice. Yeah. Now folks, like I said, there are nine days left on the book and once it closes, it closes. Now, I guess I didn't make this clear. Uh, some people didn't realize that I drew, I wrote and drew the comic. I didn't outsource it or didn't ask or anything like that. And, uh, as you can see all the arts here, especially this, this is my favorite piece right here. And on the last day, the day we close, we're gonna have a very special stream to close out this book and, uh, have it on good authority. I mean, who else do I have to answer to? Uh, this might be making a comeback for one day only. So be on the lookout for that, folks. And also, our magnets. Every book you back, or every book that gets backed, gets us closer to a magnet tier. Uh, I got to update the image, but Tom has been unlocked. After that, we have Gary, Jeremy, Ethan, myself, which make up the original High Council. And then for the thirsty listener out there, number one on the list is Anna. Anna and the gold bikini <laughs> magnet. So if you really want this back of the book, just go buy a bunch of packs of trading cards. It'll count, and you'll get all these magnets as well. So, uh, folks, you know what to do. Uh, here's the artwork, and uh, we have nine days left. So WCBS, they always say, be the change in the world you want to see. Well, we are. This is a comic free of bullshit politics. It's just fun, classic, and uh, up to the standards that you know and love from WCBS. <laughs> I did it. So... Dion. Yes, sir. Now that everything's been worked out, how you been? What's new in the world of Dion Green? Nothing much. I'm just such a rock star. My uh, my boss quit and went to another company, which uh, I'm just keeping my black ass down. So I can oh, make shit. it look like I'm working and uh, look good in the process, baby. That's what I'm doing. Just, just getting by and getting paid. Hell yeah. I respect that, bro. I respect that. Oh, so guys. This weekend is a very special weekend. It's Oscar weekend. I know, I know, folks. Hold the applause. We're all excited for the glitz and the glamour of Hollywood. Actually, you should be excited for the fun from world-class bullshit because this weekend, uh, you're going to get a twofer from me. Now, on Saturday, I'll be over on Mindless Entertainment, and Jesse has become friends with a guy, the man who's responsible for some of our favorite moments in Star Wars. Richard Chu, he edited Star Wars. He won an Academy Award for Star Wars, and he's worked on tons of classic films. So we're going to have a stream over on Mindless Entertainment. What time is that on Saturday? 5? 5, 5 p.m. Pacific. 5 p.m. Pacific on Mindless Entertainment. I will be there. Jesse will be there. Jesse's friend as well as Richard Chu, the man who edited Star Wars. My friend, the former uh, Victoria's Secret oh, yeah. model. And, that's my other plug. If you don't care about Oscar movies, come for the model. Oh, yeah. And, the, and Jesse's other friend that's going to be there is a Victoria's Secret model, runway, oh, former runway model, superstar, all this stuff. So come for that, too. Still She's still pretty. There you go. Her words. And on Sunday... During the Oscars, you don't even have to watch the show. Just watch us. We're going to tear it apart, limb from limb. We, <laughs> we did it last year. It was a lot of fun. Uh, mm -hmm. Nick, Dion, any memories from last year? Uh, well, we made it a whole thing over here because Hillary did join us, uh, my beau, and um, mm -hmm. it was it was fun as shit. We, we, she got wine drunk. I was drinking bourbon and fucking uh, – that was the Oscars last year, so I was probably drinking some – 
fucking hipster IPA bullshit, and it was hilarious. Yeah, you were. And then, <clears throat> so, <throat> listen, I know you ain't making fun of me, mother. You got drunk too. And then we made the whole night <laughs> I know, laughing I know. our ass off. And then <clears throat> Joaquin's fucking acceptance speech broke all. Of oh us. yeah, that was probably my favorite moment though. Just like we were all just like, what the fuck is he talking about? That was oh that I'm gonna that's a memory I'm gonna have for the rest of my life. Just just he, we went silent and then we're like, what? <laughs> it was, it was well, great. and then and then and then we also had the, the the lovely Natalie Natalie Portmanteau um and her and and her and her creative you know yep. Ivy League way of protesting is just wearing wearing the names of the women who didn't get you know nominated on her scarf or her wrap or her burka. I don't fucking know what she was wearing. Um, and that was her protest. And then Rose McGowan just, you know, gave her the middle finger and said, oh, yeah, uh, if you research your um, production company, you've never hired a woman director either. So right. as, as Jeff would say, be the change you want to see in the world. And clearly she's not. So the most Harvard thing ever protest something wearing a very thing that is expensive as fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. What was your favorite moment, Kendall? From what? Oscars last year. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just got back. My computer decided now was a good time to try to download an update. Um, of course. It is. My favorite moment from the Oscars last year, I think, was just us shitting on it and then Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix completely going deep. <laughs> I literally said that when you dropped out, too. My mans. You are my mans. Start thinking the same goddamn thing. I mean, how often do you get a speech from from somebody and in, in, in on the global stage and they start screaming about how we shouldn't put milk on our cereals and we're taking it away from a baby cow that's screaming for his mother's milk. It's like, dude, you realize that they still give them milk, right? That like they ain't taking it all. Kind of kind of kind of like, yo, fuck you, interrupts the cows. cycle there and defeats the purpose of why they have more cows. <laughs> oh Joaquin, he is the change he wants to see in the world. I I guess <laughs> he's something. Yes. I'm not going to change the channel. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we 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 call we call him Special Joaquin. That's what we do. Ah, uh, yeah, fantastic he's than actor. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. He's Joaquin proper. So fantastic actor. Fantastic actor. Just uh, let's uh let's keep our let's keep our sp- speeches in our pocket. Listen, listen. Keep keep your politics in the limo you got out of, along with uh, along with the uh, hookers in the blow. Okay. Damn. Damn. I like tell, that. Tell us about one. how much you care about the environment when you landed on your private jet. Exactly. Damn. Exactly. Dude, Nick, I'm gonna use it from now on. Keep your politics that. in the limo you drove in on. Fuck yeah, I, love <laughs> I fucking love that. You're welcome. Hopefully, somebody clips that. <laughs> hey, Doctor Coffin, as I see that YouTube or yeah, Google is dropping cutting the link for stealing souls. So, folks, I'll be dropping that again in just a moment. Uh, and if the links for some reason don't work, it's in the description below. And you can go to Indiegogo and just type in stealing solo. Look for the Fandom Menace cover, and uh, there you go. So, guys. This week's word game is a little more involved, but it's a lot more fun. You guys ready? I was born yeah. motherfucker. Let's do it. Use autocomplete to finish the statement. It's over, Anakin. I blank. Now, folks, do your worst. I want to be made uncomfortable by the end of the show. Let's see. What can I, what can it's I over, this? Anakin. I came. <laughs> oh, damn. I mean, I you're kind of done. I I've started it, so the bar is high, ladies and gentlemen. The bar is high. 
Let's see, it's over Anakin, uh, comma. I just want you guys want <laughs> me know what it feels to say to me too. Okay. <laughs> That's what I got. Best <laughs> for <laughs> yeah, mine was terrible. Mine was like a stroke on air. So, yeah, so am I just reading what Google's telling me, or what? When I click on the little auto, you know, the filler box, the nine words it gives me. Uh, pick one, whatever's funnier. Uh, my favorite one right here. It's over, Anna. Can I fucked your wife? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> that should have been in the movie. That's the that's the that, that one from Under the Sith. You know what? Yeah. You, you know what? That would have that would have completely made sense. Well, why well, he oh, he like immediately like, killed him in the in 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 the you know in the first few minutes of of, of a new hope. Um, because it would have been like, yeah, this, this entirely makes sense. Why, why you want to kill, you know, uh, Obi Wan? It makes sense now. Why you're so angry? Yeah. I can understand that instead of bad dream. Yeah, like so bad my, dream. <laughs> so oh my god, so Anakin! I'm not sure if I was going to be able to come to the office today or tomorrow, and I will never not laugh at this, <laughs> dude. Primer, right. listen to Primer. It's over, Anakin. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Fuck yeah, call back super chat. One of my one right. of my Googles one of my Googles says it's over Anakin. I purchased the high ground. So oh. Oh, that's indefinite high ground. So I mean he, he's always gonna win in perpetuity, provided he pays his property taxes. <laughs> Listen, that's what Obi-Wan Kenobi was everything if not frugal. Yeah, that's why that's that's, right. that's that's why that's why I lived in a cave on Tatooine and just wore that robe the whole fucking time. That's right. I never but was the cave on the high expensive. ground. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the high ground. I like the high ground. I'm gonna buy this next to <laughs> next to a goddamn lava planet. Uh, Cesare Japan also says it's over, Anakin. I'm jamming. <laughs> you are. So Jamram is also a fan of the high ground. Confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks, uh, there we go. Now, guys, do you want to hear a heartwarming story, a funny story, or something kind of ridiculous? Let's go with ridiculous first. Get yeah, let's go with ridiculous. All right. Yeah, let's start off with the ridiculous. Because I, uh, I saw this, and I just kind of scratched my head. So, all right. This is the state of things. What do you think the biggest problem in the world right now is, guys? And if you think it's political, that's fine. Just say it. What do you think the biggest problem right now is in the world? Um, uh, not enough clean water and global warming. Fair enough. Malaria. Kendo. Wait, what did you say, Dion? Dogecoin going back down. Oh. Uh, that, yeah, that, that's that. Yeah, that that is that is a horrible thing right now. <laughs> I right. said malaria. All those African children. Oh no. Yo, not the mosquitoes. Yo, <laughs> oh, leave it to people out here in Los Angeles. The biggest problem in the world is the fact that Iron Man is dead. So they took a billboard to ask him to bring him back. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, come on. <laughs> Today, Iron Man fans ask Marvel to bring back Tony Stark to life on LA billboard. Avengers Wait. NBA. <laughs> here it is. Let me pull the image up for people to see. Oh, jeez. Yeah, hold on. Let me switch tabs. Uh, yeah, the... this is. Oh, I gotta find where this is. That's it's it's it's, it's, it's right outside your bathroom window. Else. 
Yeah, fuck all the homeless we got in our state. But listen, hey, billboards are magical. I, you know, that's that's. Hey, it's, man, um, it's more sad than anything. Tommy, else, t- t- Tommy Wiseau, um, you know, used one for his movie. So it's true. Well, yeah, I don't think different. Iron Man. Yeah. So here's the story: Avengers Endgame, which had its worldwide premiere two years ago, gave Tony Stark a well-deserved heroic ending. After proclaiming proclaiming his titular line, "I am Iron Man," Stark snapped his fingers and had Thanos and his Chitauri army disintegrated into dust. Even though wielding the power of the Infinity Stones killed him off. Blah blah blah. While ending satisfied, while the ending satisfied most fans who followed the actor Robert Downey Jr. on his 11-year cinematic journey, it clearly didn't satisfy all of them. A group of anonymous fans had paid to put up a billboard in Los Angeles that pleads Marvel Studios to revive their beloved hero. And a tweet that reads, a new billboard has been put up by fans in Los Angeles asking Marvel Studios to bring Iron Man, Tony Stark, back to life, as posted on Twitter. Despite the efforts of this group of fans, Marvel Studios did not have any current plans to bring that Robert Downey Jr. into the fold. Is this awesome or sad? It's Dion, very sad. One, it's, it's so so sad. Yeah. It's so so sad. It's like it's like nothing proves that we're not sensitive nerds than billboards bringing back dead characters. <laughs> You've really grown up. Well, also, I think I, th- I think that they're also in in kind of a weird way shitting on current Marvel stuff because like. Clearly, they're not satisfied with uh, Wandavision and the uh, you know and the Winter Soldier and um, and Falcon because they're like we want Tony Stark back because he was awesome. And they're not even happy with the new Spider Man movie, so they want him back. It's like I don't know, I don't know, dude. My my biggest problem with this is the hashtag bring back Tony Stark to life. That's just so choppily. Doesn't read right. Shouldn't it be grammatically bring Tony Stark back to life? Or just have bring back Tony Stark. That is that is yeah so or that because I didn't, I didn't even read that <laughs> bring back Tony Stark to bring life. back Tony Again. Stark to life it's like <laughs> it, it it's like dude like at least get it to flow right and maybe because I mean maybe that is grammatically correct and I'm wrong but bring back Tony Stark to life sounds so like not flow <sighs> it doesn't flow as good as bring like Tony Stark back room. to life. Bitch. Yeah, the, the 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 these clearly aren't comic book nerds. They're just nerds of the of the of the movies. That's it. Because if they actually read stuff, and you know, were constantly reading, they'd have better grammar skills. Now, this is being reported on by Variety and all these other big sources. So this isn't some Photoshop job. Uh, I'll if I have the opportunity and I can find it, I'll take pictures with it of it and maybe do a live stream live from this billboard. <laughs> that's that how important it is to, to no that's one. Hilarious. I'm here from the Iron Man billboard. Uh, I'm going to start interviewing people. Sir, how do you feel about Iron Man? Should they bring back Tony Stark? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I love, I love Tony. Uh, you know, me, me's and Tony's, we's goes backs, man. We's goes backs. And I remember 2008, man, you know, 2008 was fucking crazy, man. You know, and I was in like a real downward spirals, you know what I'm saying? And, and luckily now we know who wrote you know, the billboard. Luckily, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tony brought me out of that, you know, and I've just always been, you know, so enamored with him. I owes him a lot, man. I owes him a lot. You feel me? Yeah, I do. Jeff, if the, got- if the ladder's still there, climb up onto the billboard and broadcast from there. I will. I, I uh, I will. that's a little, that's a little too high. 
<laughs> look, it's not like I'm trying to do a kip up here, okay? I can do this. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. I mean, it's a ladder. They're, they're easy to negotiate. You just, you know, got to not be afraid of heights and not fall. Listen, your ass is too big to be climbing up some goddamn billboards. Look true. up Maybe. at the motherfucker. <laughs> keep your feet on the If board. anything, it'll cause a stir and get on the news. They'll be like, oh my God, King Kong is climbing that billboard. Yeah, I want Tony Stark to bring back. And it'll be like an advertisement. I want Tony Stark to bring himself. Dude, it could be a crossover promotion. Iron Man versus King Kong. That could be the next kaiju movie. Jeff, get a gorilla suit and climb that fucker. Whoa, ready. Whoa, ready. Our version ends with, for some reason, Robert Downey Jr. agrees to try to talk me down. And I'm just like, I'm not dangerous. I'm just trying to broadcast from here. It's a bad joke. The whole police go. I was like, leave me be. Be, um, I'd laugh my ass off, but I'd be like, get your ass down off that billboard. Get your mad ass in this pool with me. <laughs> Thunder Robots says, it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground memes. I love mm-hmm. episode three memes. They're the best mm-hmm. Star Wars memes. Mm-hmm. Like, the Ray memes are good and all, but, uh, you know. Revenge of the Sith is just, they're just classic memes, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, TLJ Screwjob has a great one. It's over, Anakin. I'm black now. You can't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin would be black very soon himself. Yeah, uh, Matt Hep- Ouch. Yeah, that's what he was saying. <laughs> Matt Hep says it's over, Anakin. I am the Senate. Oh, I like that. Not one, but... yet. Oh yes, Primer. It's over, Anakin. You just got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Gotta need that damn button. <laughs> I had it all lined up. I forgot. Damn it. I have a I have an outro button for once this week. Ooh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Sweetie Squad says it's over, Anakin. I have the BBC. Hi, Rags. <laughs> Folks, if you did not join us on the High Council, it uh, has been viewed more than a lot of high councils have. Uh, it had Mauler on. So Mauler's always a great person to stream with. He's fun. Uh, we talked about Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy, and all that other stuff. Uh, she's still there, sadly, guys. So, yeah. Now, now, when Sweet, Sweetie Squad says that you know he has the BBC, is he talking about the? You know, I'm, I don't want to know. Yeah, I know what you're saying the Batista style. <laughs> yeah. I mean, w- what's the part that he's supposed to defeat Anakin with? And that I'm he's just gonna, just gonna beat him over the head with it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. He's is he gonna bludgeon him to death with it, or is he just gonna broadcast yeah, smear pieces? I'm not sure. Little bit of column A, a little, little bit of column B. Yeah, yeah. There might be some smearing. So, no. that's oh, God. <laughs> Blue Watcher, thank you. Uh, Charles W. Jansen says Iron Monkey. I guess I'll be Iron Monkey for Clive with that there. Yes. The Major Spike 9000 says, It's over, Anakin. I know you liked this character, but Tony completed his arc in Endgame. It would trivialize his sacrifice to him do that. <laughs> nice. Well, you... I mean, you know, Mar- Marvel Marvel might, might like to taste that shotgun barrel, too, so we don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, don't put it past Disney to fuck up somebody's character arc. That's true. <laughs> Even in death, just when you think, safe. Just when you think they're about to complete that character arc, a fucking Asian chick comes swooping in in a land speeder and takes him out. Oh man, what a great twist! What a twist! Uh, Major Spike Nine Thousand, you win the uh, Drax the Destroyer literal award because that was a very literal joke. Double thumbs up from me. 
Zach Z says, it's over, Anakin. Zach Z says, it's over, Anakin. I'm Batman. Hmm. Oh. Nice to meet you, Mr. Batman. I'm, Bat I'm Vulture. <laughs> Grumpy old bastard says, it's over, Anakin. Oh, well, pardon my French, but uh, I'll be damned. <laughs> Walker told me I am. That was the super chat. It's over, Anakin. Oh, and then I, I figure, why would I just press the button? Or why wouldn't I press the button instead of, you know. Oh, my God. Look at this hashtag. Hashtag bring back Tony Stark to life. We really miss him. He was the heart and soul of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the film seems empty without him. Also, I really miss my ex. She was my soulmate. <laughs> Damn, that, that's oh, a, my God. That's good. That's that's a, there's good. a lot of layers. A lot of layers to that hashtag. That's great. That is great. That hits me really, really hard. I'm also going to take a picture of that for Darkness Deluxe because that's fucking funny. So Linda, it's over, oh, Anakin. Your child support payments are here. Oh, <laughs> dude. Somebody, I'm in this Facebook group for retail workers, even though I haven't worked for yeah, retail. Yeah, I'm in, in it too. Decade. Okay, we're in it together then. Did you see the guy who posted yes. the pay stub with his uh, child yeah. support taken out? Yeah, I did. And I didn't feel the least bit bad for him because, well, okay. On the one hand, it's different. Like if his wife left him, and he yeah. had like four kids to pay for. I'm like, oh, that sucks. But if it's because he just went around spraying it all over at whoever said yes, then I don't feel so bad for him. Same. It's like, bro, wrap it up or yeah. just wrap it up because you're not going to have much left. Yeah. If I'm having a thousand taken out of my check every month because I can't, you know, just not blow it in some chick, then I need to reevaluate my you know, priorities and my thought patterns or get a better job. Hey, Dion, let's play a little game. In that scenario, what would Curtis Lindenfield do? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just for you, man. Oh, oh, so good. So good. The callbacks. The callbacks. Oh, dude, speaking of callbacks, follow-ups are just as good. Sweetie Squad says, you have to use your imagination towards what the BBC could mean, LOL, and it's the tip. <laughs> Is that a new show on BBC Two? I think so. It's written by Poop herself, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah. Oh, God. It's the tip with Phoebe Walrus, bitch. Seven o'clock on BBC Three. I would watch <laughs> the fuck out of that show. Could Jeremy Clarkson host the uh, interview portion at the end? Uh, he could, but I think the BBC still doesn't like him. But they maybe have gotten over it in the last few years. What did he do? Said some things that weren't politically correct. Let's have him on the but show. Like not, but like not like <laughs> awful. It's not like he went like on a you know like a racist tirade or you know slurred a bunch of like minorities or anything like that. He just said some things about like immigration that was not you know up with the times of you know Great Britain. The times of Great Britain. I like yes, the way also could be a very. It also could very well be a newspaper. Should mm -hmm. be. It'd be reputable. You know, fuck it. Let's yeah. create that. Let's make that our newspaper. People will buy it because they'll be like, oh, cool. British news. And it's like, no, it's just us writing <laughs> shit. Now, now, folks. Dion's monthly opinion column on Zack Snyder. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's two pages. All in, all, all in, all in, all in caps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah folks, and there's I just will... like a cartoon drawing of him punching Zack Snyder in the face. But it's just like oh, a Dion, yes. like, 
Neon draws it himself, and it's just like stick figures, just him just wailing on Zack Snyder. <laughs> Folks, if you want this to happen, go ahead and put it in the chat. If you want us to create our own newspaper, the Times of Great Britain, if there's not one already, we will do yeah, it. Yeah, all you, yeah, no all you, yeah, all you, all you got to do is either be, you know, get get on Patreon or you know, throw some money into the uh, into the campaign for Stealing Solo. It'll it'll happen. Oh yeah, well, just let us know if you want that. We will make it happen. I have no problem taking time out of my week. To create like a newsletter that we can send. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should oh, have yeah. a newsletter just for just because. Yeah. A fan yeah. club newsletter. Now, you brought up buying stuff uh, or you know money and stuff. I'll make this announcement. You guys know. <clears throat> excuse me, Dion. I bought yes. something you're gonna hate. <laughs> what did you do? I bought Yeah. Yeah, I bought BuffaloJeff.com, Dion, so it's now a thing. I own Buffalo Jeff. I own Buffalo Jeff. See, I just put my headphones back on. (laughs) Just like this super chat quotes Stone Cold, I'm going to quote Stone Cold with DTA. Don't trust anybody. But TLJ Screwjob says, it's over, Anakin. I'm by God, Stone Cold's back. Yeah. There we go. Good old JR. Yeah. Hey, he would have st- stone cold stunned fucking Anakin right in that river of goddamn lava. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then and then had two beers, you know, to celebrate. Uh, I think <laughs> this, this one R two D two tossing in two beers while he's just <laughs> on a rock. Over it would be no, no, lava. it would be it would be like it, it would be it would be like like it was in uh, what is it? Return of the Jedi where they just shoot out of the top. It'll be like boom boom, and just catches them and smashes them together. He's like hell yeah R two D two. And then it's oh just in the God. middle of Yoda and Sidious's Palpatine's fucking battle, you know, and Sidious is just throwing the fucking Senate pods at him, and you just see a bald dude in jorts and a black t-shirt come out <laughs> fucking nowhere, spin him around, kick him and hit him with the stunner, and just, and just doing the thing they did to McMahon with the head, it's just bobbing, he's screaming in his face. Why dumb some bitch? Suddenly, I want this in a movie. I did too. I or, I barely followed that, but I want it to happen. You know, we could make a sketch about it. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure we have some talented fans who can make cartoons. You know, dude, we, we just took do. the idea for ourselves and you just gave it away, Nick. You suck. What? No wonder it took me forever to get my fucking movie. You were too busy, just like gold bricking around, coming up with dumb shit. <laughs> oh, the gold bricking's back. <laughs> now, uh. Adam Wofford, I love this one. He says, it's over, Anakin. I have Godzilla. It's over, Anakin. Dion Green will defeat you with massive black ass. It's over. And here's my favorite one. It's over, Anakin. I have AIDS. <laughs> I mean, that really kind of it. Well, it's not I, as much of a game over as it used to be, but. It's, it's I mean, just, well, that's, a, that's a very 21st century way of looking at, at AIDS, Kendall. I love that. But I also yeah. love that. My boy, my man Adam had so much. He had like three good ones. He's like, I'm not wasting this shit. I'm putting all three of these motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. in one super chat because I you, Adam. see this shit. That's what made me so happy. About it. He's like, I got getting three his money's bitch. worth. He's just <laughs> like, yo, buckle up. <laughs> uh, Sweetie Squad says it's over, Anakin. Godzilla versus Kong. What a negative five out of ten. Oh, that's a bad harsh. Bad. It's a bit unfair. Tell Jason, no, but not negative five. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. You you take out all the people shit, and that movie is a ten on a ten. I mean, that is just you got monsters yeah. pounding on each other, 
You got robot monsters pounding on the monsters and the monsters fly back. Spoiler alert. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking monster pounding. Not Millie Bobby Brown, you know, because, you know, she's homegirl's barely an adult. We don't want that shit. But the rest of them. Robots, monsters, yeah. space aliens, giant pyramids. Latina. Yep. I yeah. want to watch well, her yeah. toast. Yeah, I know, but she was the. She was the best part of the person, the people story in that movie. By far. Uh, by far. And I wasn't even paying attention to the people dialogue because I didn't care. I was just like, wow, she is hot. That's the best thing they got going besides the monsters wailing on each other. And then, you know, she gets killed. And I'm like, well, fucking pour one out for those tits. Plus, it, <laughs> and it sucked, too, because she was such a bitch the whole movie. But you're like, this is making it worse. Now I'm just like, now she's really good looking because she's being, she's being an asshole to everybody. She keeps calling Kong. The monkey. I'm just like God. Now I just want to. God, woman, what's wrong with you? What's yeah, wrong you with wanna, you? You just want to say, bitch. He's not a monkey. He's an ape. He's an ape. <laughs> I'm different. also in room seven thirteen on the yeah. east side of the building, and the you just you know just open the door. The handle sticks a little bit. That's cool. That's a shitty hotel. What woman's gonna come stay with you there? It's got a. It's, it's a nice hotel. Out. They just gotta work on the handles. That's all. Fair enough. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, it's over, Anakin. I have the Lex Express. Oh. The Lex Express was definitely not over. I have truly seen an uptick in Lex Luger memes over the last week. I was thinking about it. I was like, I've been seeing a lot of Lex Luger memes. And uh, before we move on, uh, folks, we're going to read all the Super Chats. Do not worry. And keep, you know, playing the Anakin game for those you join us later, let them know what's up. Primer says, imagine spending $3,000 in child support because you couldn't be bothered to spend $3 on a pack of Trojan Seriously. Ultra Ribbed. Yeah. Cue the world's smallest violin. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that was Jimmy fucking ha- perfect. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Jimmy hats are available everywhere. There's no excuse. Yeah, available to theater near you. <laughs> Jimmy hats <laughs> Yeah, that's a great film. So, folks, we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I just said it without pressing the button. It'll happen eventually. But I wanted to bring uh, a couple things to the attention of everyone because it's interesting. As the world starts to ramp up again and movies come back out in theaters, people are excited about things. The conversation still hasn't changed. We're still talking about the dumbest shit about movies. So guys, when you think about Mortal Kombat, what relevant social issues are you concerned about? None. The fact that ninja lives also matter, bro. Yeah. I mean, have you you ever seen a ninja? Could you find one? There might be three behind you right now, bro. Yeah. Damn. That bit gets me every time. (laughs) Kind of like Buffalo Jeff. does. Damn it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that maybe I'm in the minority here, as usual. Uh, but when I think of Mortal Kombat, I don't think of social issues, and I sure as hell don't think of whitewashing issues. Do you guys? Uh, no. 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 I do. Now, I know we've addressed other people talking about this, but this again is in the news from just a day ago. So they are really going hard with this diversity thing in Mortal Kombat. It's like nothing is exempt from these kind of, you know, promotional pieces. So McCod Brooks, who plays Jackson Jax Briggs in the upcoming Mortal Kombat movie, praised the diversity of the film's cast in a oh, recent God. interview for The Root while pointing out the first adaptation of the video game franchise was not so careful with the character's origins. 
That's because the 1995 Mortal Kombat cast Christopher Lambert as Lord Raiden, while the God of Thunder is originally intended to be depicted as Japanese. Because of the hat, guys? I yeah the, well yeah yeah because if they, yeah if they, if they, if they're assuming he's Japanese from the hat then they themselves are also racist <laughs> right they're saying that he's Japanese fucking Mortal Kombat Eleven just came out he's not Japanese in that are you guys saying he's Japanese because of the hat is that what we're doing right now for real yep. I guess yeah yeah it's it's kind of like it's it's Japanese bitch he's not he's Motherfucking Liu Kang knows him because that's a Chinese guy. They call him Raiden because of their culture. Liu Kang's not Japanese. I think Dion's having a stroke over there. Yeah, I like so, it. I'm Keep going. I, have, I can't. I can't. I'm trying to control because I bust out laughing. I'm going to have to mute myself. Which that is, it's so, even... it's so funny. Wait. <laughs> this now hold on. Like, okay, go. So they're wait. They're this is how retarded this movie is. Hold on, I think we're we are piecing this together. So they're saying he's intended to be depicted as Japanese. Here we go from the the Wikipedia page about Mortal Kombat because everyone assumes that Mortal Kombat is from Japan or China, oh made in whatever fucking state Ed Boon and John Tobias were in. Here we yeah. go. This is American as apple pie. Mortal Even Kombat. The- Okay, so the creators claimed they based Raiden's character design on the three storm, Lopan's three servants from Big Trouble in Little China. The third storm, Lightning, exhibited the ability to ride and control Lightning and wore a hat that closely resembles Raiden's (laughs) conical hat. In an interview with Conception, Ed Boon said that the hat actor Carlos Pacina wore it to portray the character in the earlier Mortal Kombat games. It was ruined as a result because Pacina reportedly uh, would fall during production, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's not really... But anyway... Oh my god! Okay, it's not so, even a Japanese hat. It's like a no. pan Asian hat. Like they wear it all over Asia. <laughs> the character that dude referenced is Ch- Chinese legend. What are they talking about? No, it's big trouble in little China. Yeah, here we go. There's more. Uh, in Mortal Kombat and Deadly Alliance, it states that Raiden is seven feet tall, but it's spray. Blah blah blah. Uh, oh god! Oh god! That's so funny. Oh my god, that's so funny. They're retarded. I know yeah. you can't say that. That's how fu- he's supposed to be Japanese. He's based on a movie where it was lightning. You mean the Chinese motherfucker in the movie? Oh my god. Oh god, Folks. here we go. <laughs> Folks, hey. give us your best uh, you know, character adaptation that you want to say is from a one country when they're clearly not. Go do your worst. Now, Kendo, there's a little yeah. more too. Now, does everybody remember Raiden's most famous move, right? Yeah, where he launches him yeah. through the cell through the air and yeah. uh, tackles him. Now, Raiden was voiced by Midway employee John Hay in the first two games. He became well-known for yelling randomly while performing his tope- torpedo move, a.k.a. the Superman move. Fans yeah. originally believed that he was yelling in Japanese, while others believed it be mangled English phrases such as your mom's from L.A. or get back in the car. John Tobias revealed that Raiden was merely speaking gibberish. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That so, makes it even better. That makes it so much better. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. This, oh. Is, this has to be. Are you sure you're not reading the Onion article? Yeah. No. Is, it, is this from the Babylon Bee? Oh my this god. This is too I, funny, dude. This Holy is how shit. stupid. Look at this is Wikipedia, and I know they say don't use Wikipedia as a source. God damn it. 
but 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 I mean, like, it, like yeah, yeah. But th- this took you point two seconds to to research and to look up, and they can't even do that because they're they're so, they're on, they're on their high horse and they can't and, and and they're just like, oh yeah, this is you know, since it's martial arts, it has to be you know, Japanese and Chinese and Asians has to has to be this way, and you know, these things mean these things. Like, go fuck yourselves. It's a fucking it's a violent ass video game. We we all were not supposed to play when we were kids, even though we did. Oh god, and we yeah. had a good time, and we had a good time doing it, man. The movie that came out in '95 was great. Um, I think it's one of the. I think it's like, for me, it's top three video game movies for sure. Jesus. Now here are the here are all the the Raiden designs. Oh my god! Now, Raiden the hat they wear. In it looks okay. Okay, okay. okay. Mortal Kombat that. two looks I, look, looks like he's ready. Like looks like he's ready to, to cook in the kitchen with that little that blue apron yeah. on. I can't. I can't and his eyes are glow. You can't even definitively say he's That's from whatever what, yeah. continent. And he, but also he's not, he's not from earth. He's, he's a God. He, he's not yeah. from Japan. And you, <laughs> you cannot you sure write about the that, fact. I, oh my God, I'm so sure you, it, th- that's what makes it so goddamn funny. They're like, oh, he's supposed to be a Japanese character. The hat is specifically from China. I can't remember the name of it. As a kid, I thought oh, he was that. Vietnamese because of the hat and that it's, reference just being to like Vietnam movies. Oh my god, that is just so god. Like you, that's that that is that Here is we go, all time great comedy movie level writing. Like when you write something so stupid that everyone's like, yeah, that's actually pretty funny. He's Chinese, but oh my god, oh my god, that's so good. yes sir. In the original Mortal Kombat, Raiden was intent- invited to compete in the Mortal Kombat tournament by its grandmaster, Sorcerer Shang Tsung. Raiden accepted and took human form to complete compete in Mortal Kombat. Yes. <sighs> When and and any and he picked a white guy with an Asian hat. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so. Funny. So you must have saw Christopher Lambert. It was like, that's what I want to be. I'm a Highlander. Damn it. There can only I be think, one. Be uh, Juan. You can. You can actually get. God damn it. <laughs> no, because I thought of something else. Because the Highlander, there can only be one. You could make the Latino version, the Juanlander. fuck off that was funny (laughs) it was i'm just giving you shit (laughs) oh my god so uh let's see what this uh let's continue as bricks pointed out he has no intention of diminishing the talent of any actor the underlying issue has nothing to do with how well cast the uh members can play their part Hmm. To Brooks, the issue comes from Hollywood in general, that for too long depicted white actors that should play characters that are not originally intended to be white. As Brooks puts it, he, Lambert, is a fantastic actor, but what we've done in Hollywood for way too long is help America launder its own bigotry. (laughs) Dude, are you looking... It's too good. Well, I mean, also, like, like Hollywood tries to be this big, clean thing, but also, you, you, you know, you made Karate Kid with a guy who was born in San Francisco, but he looks Asian, and he was he was also a really funny comedian. But you, you, you made him, you made him do that voice, right? You know, yeah, it's like it's like you know, context is super important, right? And 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 I, I, I just love how this dude. I, I would bet a thousand dollars that he realized how dumb he sounded, but he doubled down because he's like, I can't, I can't get back. back I gotta keep saying this yeah. bullshit, <laughs> yes. you know. So there's there's no way that you you on purpose say, oh well, you know, Raiden, which is Japanese, 
and he was probably like, fuck. Okay, let me throw out the greatest hits so I sound like I'm smart and, and socially conscious because there's no way that you don't hear that and you get the hilarity of that whole fucking situation. God damn, that's so funny. Especially when you shit on the fifth one where the main character is an Asian guy. The main bad guy who does a great fucking job is an Asian guy. Like what? Like what are we fighting this for? With our of all the it, it, actual instances of this, we're we're gonna yeah. sh- we're gonna shit on we're gonna shit on Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's well, the problem. Come we on, have man. they have they have bigger problems to be concerned with. But one thing I'd like to say that no one addresses, <clears throat> they like all of a sudden they want to shit on the first Mortal Kombat movie because it's racially insensitive, culturally insensitive because Raiden's played by a white actor. Let's go back to 1994 when they made this movie. There were what three Mortal Kombat games all played by a Hispanic guy, and they're screaming gibberish. They don't even know what the fuck they're making back then. Wearing so, Japanese oh. hats. <laughs> yeah, wearing, wearing Asian hats. It doesn't even know. It doesn't even matter where he comes from. The guy's a god. He, he chooses a form. Guess what? It's not inaccurate. He wants to look like Christopher Lambert today. Guess what? He wakes up and wants to see change what he looks like. Cool, he has that physical ability. That's what Up Down Up Down did. He fucking morphed and shit. He warped across the world. He can change the way he looks. He's a fictional fucking character. I can't believe we're having a conversation about our own internalized bigotry around Mortal Kombat. We are not smarter as a society. We are now dumber because this guy, Makad Brooks, wants to bring it in. Look, it, it gets worse. Do you want to hear a little more about his... He talks about I his absolutely ethics. fucking do. Yes, please. All right. Follow me for a minute. Oh, God. Brooks also explains how Mortal Kombat's plot is about international cooperation. Uh, he continues to say the interview by saying that beyond being a simple question of ethics, bringing diversity to Hollywood is also a way to ensure stories can be told from different perspectives. In his case, as a black man, Brooks can bring a kind of experience to his works that his white colleagues cannot. In Brooks' words, being black in America is a constant state of alchemy, from transmuting anger into purpose, from transmuting pain into passion, transmuting sorrow into fuel. And I think that while we're systematically repelled from having our voices be heard and expanded upon, I'm looking forward to those days being over and us telling stories, truly American stories, from our own perspective. Now, before you guys say one thing, hello, Mr. McCod Brooks. This is Mortal Kombat has always been told from an American perspective because it's an American property made by two white dudes. Let's get over ourselves. Oh I am so God. tired that we're trying also, to also 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 uh, Spike Lee's been ma- been making movies since 89 so shut the fuck up. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Are we as uh, culturally confused as Mr. McCod Brooks and the rest of Mortal Kombat cast? It sounds it's 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 it sounds like McCod Brooks went to Brown, U- Brown University like uh uh, Natalie Portmanteau over there, and uh, doesn't is just writing this stuff just to pay for his closet apartment in New York. That's what it sounds imagine, like. Imagine, just imagine trying to make a statement on racial insensitivity and misappropriating the character you're fucking talking about. Right, you can't write that. That's how fu- that. And, oh my god, that's so goddamn funny. You're talking about, you know, and again, depending on the movie, ex- yeah, you being a black man, depending on whatever movie you're in, yeah, that's that's an advantage for sure. But I would hope that the character you're playing in that movie where you're using that as an advantage knows the difference between Japan and China. <laughs> that's kind of important, especially when you're commenting on racial insensitivity. Maybe that's a good example that sometimes people just say dumb things 
If anyone knows that now, Makad, it's you. <laughs> I like I, I li- references Big Trouble in Little China when referencing a character that he feels was misappropriated because it was supposed to be Japanese. That is, mwah, you cannot. There are such I, I agree. harder ways to prove that you're an idiot. But my man Makad, he was like, "What's the quickest way for me to show that I'm dumb?" But <laughs> I think I sound smart. I know Raiden should not be played by. A fucking white guy should be played by a Japanese guy. Hey, Makad, everything else about him is, is is Chinese. That's what I said. Holy shit, that's funny. This is this is like the article about, about the girl who who thought um, what's her name was was in Mortal Kombat, but she's actually in Street Fighter. Like it, 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 it's that le- yeah, it's it's that level of stupidity. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Asking you shall receive. Yeah. Oh man. It's just like, and I get it. Everyone they want to retire from their from from their position. They want to be able to look back and say, "Hey, you know, I said and did things because that's that's what's needed right now." And imagine that you're so transfixed on saying something important that you say one of the dumbest things that someone's ever heard in their entire fucking life. Yeah. Well. That's why you're an actor and not a uh, what's see a philosopher, anything, philosophizer, scientist, mentor, supervisor. (laughs) I wouldn't let my man supervise my kid at YMCA because clearly he's like, listen, (laughs) you deserve. It's your right to learn how to swim. I wouldn't let. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I I, I wouldn't let this 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 person you know supervise a, a boiling pot of water, man. He found He'll a way burn. to hurt himself. Yeah, yeah, he scalded himself, no. <laughs> and then blame blame somebody, for, you know, Japanese stuff or something. I don't know. No, no, no. He's he's, he's going to blame the pot because it was made in the USA and it was made with oppression. Pot? Never <laughs> mind. Pot meat kettle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's just. <laughs> I love, I love that the creators were like, yeah, we were environment, you know, inspired by Big Trouble in Little China, but clearly this guy thinks it's, you know, he thinks he knows better because he's gone to, you know, Ivy League University, and he's like, oh yeah, it's a Japanese hat. That's yeah. what it See, is. Because that's of that, also that's- really problematic too, because you know, Big Trouble in Little China stars a white guy. Okay. Yeah. It does. So once again, why are we whitewashing that movie too? Did Did you hear about uh, Kurt Russell's son getting offered the part of the remake of uh, Escape from New York? I, I did. did, and I heard his response too. Thank I, what God. Did he say? I, I didn't hear his response. Nick, yeah, tell him. He said no. He just said he's, he he doesn't want to be compared to his dad or be you know. He 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 basically doesn't want to do what his dad did, and he wants to do his own thing, and he doesn't want to redo the movie because you know it's a classic, and his dad's against that, and he's just like, yeah, I just I I don't. That's that, that, that that's a bad idea all all the way around. It sure is. It is. It's like remaking Star Wars. Nothing good can come from that. Yeah, yeah we they tried that. that. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, IGN has reviewed Mortal Kombat. What do you guys want to guess they gave it? Mm. They gave it a nine. They gave it a nine, one hundred percent. Wait, no, no. So, so wait, hold on. They've seen the new one or the old one? Which, which, which the which new one? Uh, yeah, they, they they gave it a nine because of diversity and um and and CG and you know there were enough women in it. So yeah, I'm gonna go with an eight point five. Oh, well. Uh, you guys are all incorrect, and you overestimated. They gave really? it a whopping seven. What? Oh, 
They said it's good. It may not be a flawless victory, but the new Mortal Kombat movie is a fun time for fans of the game franchise. Well, I'll know on Saturday. Now, they do a comparison briefly for both films, and it says, while not an amazing film by any stretch of the world, uh, 1995's Mortal Kombat movie, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, was still arguably one of the best examples of a video game movie done right, and remained so for many years. It features memorable performances, most notably from Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa, who embodied Shang Tsung so well that NetherRealms decided to capture his performance for Mortal Kombat 11's version of the character. And it had just the right balance of gore and cheesy comedy to nail Mortal Kombat's vibe of a cartoony ultra-violence. And it's quite simply understood what made Mortal Kombat such a beloved fighting game at the time. Comparing the two movies is a bit tricky because the Mortal Kombat games have changed so much between 1995 to 2021. W.S. Anderson's Mortal Kombat movie was fitting for what the series was at the time, while McCoy's appears to be what it has become. Overall, McCoy's Mortal Kombat feels like a, well more, a more well-rounded film and ends on a tantalizing note. I sincerely hope that it should lead to sequels, blah, blah, blah. That'll be better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That's oh, the God. Sure. Yeah, I think it'll be hard to be better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, yeah, no, it just has to show up and say, hi, we're Mortal Kombat, and then roll credits, and it's automatically better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mortal Kombat! Yeah, I like that. That's the whole movie. That's the sequel, folks. You saw it right here. Actually, there's a spinoff. They're going to create a Mortal Kombat universe, Baraka's Day Off. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Somewhere Edward Scissorhands is getting mad that he's moving in on his territory. Yeah. Somewhere Johnny Depp's going to sue somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Amber. Did you guys see that fucking photo of her on set for Aquaman 2? Yeah, oh, I saw that. Promoting. I was like, oh, that dirty bitch. You know what you did. Look at those eyes. I'm Soulless eyes like a doll's eyes. <laughs> and I wish somebody would feed her to a Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> well, we don't put on airs for anybody. So uh, let's uh, see. Is anything else Mortal Kombat related to talk about? No, not really. Anything you guys want to say about the film before we uh, get cap- uh, get caught up with the audience and see what is up? I just, I just hope the new one's a lot of fun. That's all I want. Um, I do think the whole fucking like, oh, birthmark, the birthmark idea is more retarded than than anything. But other yes. than that, I just hope it is fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Oh, by the way, I've been watching these Oscar movies for the Richard stream, and Nick, I got one you should definitely check out: Love and Monsters. Because if you want a fun original movie, I think this movie's for you. Is that the one with a girl from? Um... The hell was it? Uh, she was from Black Panther. She's a she's a teacher. No, um, this is got. This is about a guy. The world has been hit by okay. An asteroid's coming to Earth. They blow it up with a nuke, or the world blows up with multiple nukes. They're saved, but then all the shit falls back down and causes all the cold blooded creatures to mutate and become giant monsters, and it kills ninety five percent of the population. And so nice. everyone lives under underground in bunkers and this guy wants to reconnect with his old girlfriend and so he fucking ventures out to find her and fight monsters and shit and it is awesome um you should watch one called psycho gorman um it has it has it has uh, power ranger vibes hardcore in it (laughs) oh shit it's morphin time there's there's like there's like a fight scene where like he uses a sword and he like he he swipes across somebody and like there's sparks i'm like oh this is just like power rangers It's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it, 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 it like it's an independent movie, but they put a lot of money into it. You can tell, but it's just it's just a ridiculous amount of time. It's a ridiculously fun time. I, I loved it when I watched it. 
I'll check that out. Uh, shoot me a text about that. Definitely. Now, Cesario Japan has been very patient. He says, I never got my answer from Dion on Good Morning App. I never got my answer from Dion about Monday's Good Morning Pop Culture. Uh, I thought I took the picture, too. Cesario Japan, just send a basic message in the chat. I'm watching it, and I will answer that, or I'll have Dion answer that for you right now. SH Rebels 08 says, Buffalo Jeff, please sing to Dion. I touch myself by the vinyl. <laughs> oh, God. Nope. I can't believe I have to sing this. I love myself. I want you to love me. When I feel down, I want you above me. I search myself. I want you to find me. I forgive myself. I want you to remind me. Shall I go on? <laughs> I think his headphones are off. I mean, he saw that coming. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get a beer? What I miss? What I miss? <clears throat> Everything. You know, Dion, you, yes. you're just delaying the inevitable because SA Dribbles oh, wait, don't worry. He'll hear the song tonight. He has no choice. Whoa, easy now. Easy. He has no choice. Dion? Yes. We buried alive. <laughs> we buried alive. <laughs> there you go. He tasks me. He tasks me. Oh my god, I hate this street. Luckily, I'm yeah, moving to a more quiet street, folks. So. Well, let's hope so. I'm, I'm let's hope so. <laughs> oh, I already know where I'm moving to. Ooh. That's good. Everything, everything go, everything goes smoothly in the, on that side. I'll explain to you off air exactly what's happening, and you're going to be amazed at how lucky I am. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, Liquor Jim says, "Hey boys, how you living today? I'm living large and in charge. Here's to making it a great show." Well, Liquor Jim, you're here, so that makes it a great show as is. I'll drink to that, my brother. I will, too. Mm. Uh, Heavy Metal Lion says, Tell me, Dion, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? It's something <laughs> I ask of all my prey. <laughs> I guess so. Motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, shout out to C uh, Sweetie Squad again for the um, keep it up pair emoji. Thank you very much. Let's see. Primer, we read your it's over Anakin. We are in the... Uh, okay. I'm sad I missed this one. From our friend Skotsky02 says, it's over Anakin. Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. That's true. Oh my god. I'd have read that shit right away. Uh, I did not mean to make you wait. <laughs> Let's see. We read the Walker says. We read the BBC and the tip. Mortal Kombat AIDS. Negative five out of ten. <laughs> Mortal Kombat AIDS. Oh, here we go. From 16-bit mascot. It's over, Anakin. I've foreseen this movie and the last half decent thing Hollywood makes other than Lord of the Rings. <laughs> debatable. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you know, not 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 yeah, not not everything has been shit, so. Yeah. I remember the the first three are good, but uh, anything after that, we're not so sure about my guy. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not a Hobbit fan. I don't think really anyone is. <laughs> I mean, I mean the hardcore ones probably. <laughs> oh, this is a fucking burn for Mister Pants. It's over, Anakin. Your acting career. Damn. Ouch. <laughs> oh. Uh, ouch. Ouch. Oh, fuck. 
Come on. Another burn and a half. Do all that. Or, were you hurt personally by that? I was. Hayden Christensen. I, I, I appreciate you, boo. Yeah, I mean, he did, he did, he did great films like, you know, Jumper. <laughs> That's not Here's, his fault. Yeah. And he was Here's in a that hard one point. with that guy that came out last year. Ooh, Navy SEALs. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Oh, Kendo, I finally saw the new Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened to Kevin Smith. How did he make that movie and get it back and then makes other shit like Tusk and Yoga Hosers? Like, what happened to this version of Kevin Smith? I'm like, that movie is legit. These other ones are dog um, shit. When he's riding in the Viewisk universe, he's playing to his strengths, and when he's trying to step out of that box, he just doesn't have it. Fair enough. No, no, no. The the, 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 the level thing I ever heard you say. Goddamn. No, no, no. The, the the problem is, you know, before before heart attack, he was at least you know smoking weed and eating Twinkies, and that was fine. Well, once he once he converted to kale chips and and high fiber stuff, his writing went to shit. You know, he must have taken yeah. a couple of bumps of you, cocaine, you, and then you, and, you, and, you, and then and then. And then and then written that and written the, the new remake uh, script. You uh you caught the Chris Jericho cameo, didn't you? Yeah. Maybe those three magical joints yeah. from horror autobiographical than we realize. <laughs> <laughs> I got three good movies left to me, boys. Yep. And one of them's got burned on the ground. So that's the one we were watching right there. Yeah, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but folks, if you like Jay and Silent Bob movies, this one doesn't suck. Yeah, I, yeah, I've, I've been, I've, I've been meaning to watch it. I just, I just, it's one of those things where it's like he's been burned by him so many times. And I'm just like, I don't want to take a chance and waste and waste an hour and a half of my day. Well, we watched it for 4:20, so it's, it's not bad. Okay, no, I'll check it out then. Speaking it's of worth numbers, a, if, if you're a fan of that work, it's worth at least one watch. Gotcha. Speaking of numbers, folks, let's get the likes up. We only have 289 likes, but we have over 620 concurrent viewers. So, yes, just like the motorcycle outside, get amped up and, uh, you know, hit that thumbs up button. Primer, thank you very much. He says, it's over, Anakin. I've fallen and I can't get up. (laughs) (laughs) He needs a life alert on, you know, whatever, Mustafar. Mustafar alert. (laughs) I mean, it's just fire. (laughs) You don't need an alert. You're on fire. You'll know it. Yep. <laughs> when you smell when when you smell when you smell barbecue, it it's it's you. It's just yeah. you. <laughs> help. I've I've fallen. I can't get up, and now I'm on fire. <laughs> I know this is a really dark question, but do you think Anakin was laying there on fire and thought, "I smell delicious"? Or do you think he was okay? Like, do you think there was just a moment where he caught a whiff of himself, like, "Ooh, ah"? Oh. No, I think I think I think he was mm, weenie roast. Me. Wait, that's mine. no he was sitting there and he was truly in his heart of hearts thinking that's my you do a you do a great hate that is that that is the angstiest i've ever ever heard ono doing that inner monologue no when she's yelling no it's we'll say that one for later Now, Dion, I got Cesario Japan's question. He says, which Mortal Kombat TV show did Dion hate? The god-awful Mortal Kombat cartoon or the tits and ass feast of Mortal Kombat Conquest? Listen, I will die on the hill that Conquest was just the right amount of oomph to, you know, especially when they were doing reruns, help a brother through puberty. I will add the cartoon (laughs) is garbage. Well, there you go, Cesario Japan. 
And now, folks, that question was asked on Good Morning Pop Culture. If you like Good Morning Pop Culture, uh, hit that thumbs up button. If you don't, hit it anyway for a fellow WCBS fan. Uh, that'll be on Monday morning again. And uh, join us there. Now, Diego Flores has another recommendation. He says, guys, I just watched a really fun movie. It's called Monday. It's on iTunes. Get it, and you will thank me. Okay. I Googled it, and I found it right here. It's got uh, Bucky from Captain America in it. So, looks cool. Always a a Bucky fan. When Mickey is introduced to Chloe one hot summer night in Athens, the attraction between the pair is immediately palpable. So palpable, in fact, that they wake up uh, naked on a beach Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you sold me naked on a beach, and nobody even has to die Halo Reach style. There you go. That's the way it should be. <laughs> so, uh, Sweetie Squad says, the issue with the movie is how they always give the movie awful stories. It's always excuses, but why can't they get all the monster fights uh, or good writing? It's full of story. Or if it's full of story. Sweetie Squad, my issue with Kong versus Godzilla was... I understand that they have to do the people and all that stuff, but the people sucked. Like, I didn't enjoy the people story. It's not that I, oh, I didn't get enough monsters. It's like, I like the 2014 Godzilla enough that I bought it on Blu-ray. Yeah, I paid like seven bucks for it, but still, I liked it enough. I don't mind the slow burn, but it's got to be quality. So that's where I am personally. Uh, Did you guys like the human element that much or... The only part of the human element I liked was just um, <laughs> the, the the Latin girl. I mean, it really was annoying. You know, the, the thing with the little girl and, you know, it's, I, it, it, it just, it, it was too much. You know, I, luckily there was a good looking Latina in the movie. So, you know, fuck it. But, you know, you have Alex Skarsgård and, and he's kind of, you know, whiny the whole fucking movie and then like they bring it you know they're bringing up brother shit i'm like i mean we don't get to see it so can't say i give a shit you know what i mean so i don't know i they 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 were their job was just to move the plot along and they did enough i I just wish they weren't so sappy and everybody's like kong made a promise to protect her i'm like come on come on y'all could have done less to get us to where we need to go um, yeah, I was, I was wondering, you kept mentioning the Latina chick. I was like, okay, I know where she's from. She's from uh, Baby Driver and apparently right. Bloodshot. She was, um, I, I first saw her in the, uh, from, from, from Dust Dawn TV show. Does she replace Salma Hayek? She does. Eh. But, but you know what? It's not, it's not a bad replacement. It really isn't. That's, that's what, what that uh was. Cause she's hot. Salma Hayek was hot. Neither. She's a better actress now than Salma Hayek was at that point in her career. So I'm just like. Like, how do you yeah. lose? Like, how can you yeah. complain? It's one yeah, hot exactly. lady replaced with another hot lady who's a better actress. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even think Selma Hayek would debate that. Do you guys? She'd be like, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah, I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think she's really fighting that. that I'm amused, stupid. <laughs> oh, I still, I, I, I still can't wait for Hitman's Bodyguards, Hitman or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, part the uh, part two because it like the 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 trailer for it looks hilarious and I can't wait. Hitman's bodyguard, the, the hitman's the hitman's bodyguard's wife. Okay, uh, that right. would make it Ryan Reynolds' wife, the bodyguard of the hitman's wife. I think is that, is that the name of the movie? I don't know. Nick and I are just we're just we're just trying to research, even though we're both on computers. But listen, the fact <laughs> of the matter is, I am also excited to see the wife of the bodyguard's hitman. 
<laughs> yeah. Not to yeah, be yeah. confused with every SJW's favorite movie, My Wife's Boyfriend. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I finally get to do it to myself. Usually I'm the one that's like, oh, man, that sucked. Ha ha. Now I go. That's so. There you go. It's <laughs> my penance. I paid for it. So. Yeah, deservedly so is right. Uh, shout out to Daniel, uh, who says Selma boobs. Okay, it's 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 official name, which I which I found out is the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. <laughs> is it really that title? Yeah, that's what it's called. I like Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds, but my God, I hate that title. It's like the the, fir- the first one was so much fun, and I, I like they, I remember like. Before b- before we had um, you know the, the whole pandemic thing happen, uh, they announced like, hey, we're, we're you know we, we just got wrapped uh, you know with part two, and then like you know shit, things went to shit, and I was waiting for this movie to come out. I was like, man, it just because like it, it was such a fun fun ride the first time. So the second one looks good too. I just I just hope it's good. Now we'll take a quick break for a second and have a laugh. Now, have you guys seen the photo that popped up online the other day, or at least it's new to me, of Jaleel White dressed as Urkel with Snoop Dogg? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I know what it's for. Okay. Show so, deep, I'm getting now. ready to show it now. Hold on, dude. Hold on. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It is as awesome as you think. I'm going to share it. Uh, actually, I'm going to share it a different way so you can't see it until it's on the screen, Dion. So, I'm being extra douchey to you. I mean, that could be worse. <laughs> I can read it to you right now. <laughs> I just give you a moment. So, uh, guys, relationship with family matters. Did we like it? Did we hate it? Loved it. Loved it. Wanted to live above it. So, oh shit! Love that. Carl family. Winslow is he one of your favorite TV dads? Uh, he's he's on the Rushmore easily. Ooh. Okay, folks in the chat. Let us know who's on your Mount Rushmore of TV dads. That's a great. That's a great topic. Let's figure that out. Yeah. We'll do TV moms another week. So, I saw this photo pop up the other day, and I had to do not a double take, but a triple take because I didn't realize this was real. But goddamn it, it is. For <laughs> Dion Peace drives on the screen. There's Jaleel White as Steve Urkel once again with Snoop Dogg. Yes. Yup. I didn't so, know I needed this in my life. Yeah, Steve Urkel <laughs> is in the weed game now. I'm in. I'm in. Is it called? So is he? What's his strain called? Uh, there's a strain called Urkel OG. Oh, it's called Urkel. There's like an actual but, but, thing, but yeah, this is, this is called Purple Urkel. It's like his own brand. We should strive to have both. Yeah, we can have Steve Urkel weed. We'll get a Steve Urkel doll to have it with. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, real quick from Primer. Uh, the hitman's bodyguard's estranged wife's masseuse. I mean... <laughs> that's part five. That's part five. Porn, that is a real thing. Yeah. Axel Braun's going to work on that tomorrow. <laughs> well, the way German language works is you don't just take, like, a word and change it. You just keep adding on to it. So that's how this movie title feels. So we need to come up with, like, the world's longest movie title that makes sense. So the hitman's bodyguard's estranged wife's masseuse could keep going, folks. So... Do your worst. Maybe make it like Adam Offer's earlier super chat about the. Uh, oh God, how many was it? Anna, can I have the whatever ground? So yeah, no, 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 make it, it make, make it, make it the biggest ha- hashtag like like that. Yeah, make it a big ass hashtag. 
<laughs> see if we can get the most ridiculous thing trending in the world. Oh god, yeah, that'd be great. So I just wanted to share this with you real quick because it's very interesting uh, where Urkel is at these days. But my number one comment I wanted to make is, God damn, he looks the same. Like, yes, man, he does. He looks the same. <laughs> it blows yeah. my mind. The dude is almost. That dude's in his forties now, and he, he mm. looks great as Urkel. That's crazy. I'm glad he's embraced it. Oh yeah, I know he yeah. Was didn't he? With it. Yeah, he did, yeah. Did, didn't he hate it for a while? Because like every time he, you know, he'd be seen in public, it's like, oh, do Urkel. It's like we said, it ruined his, it ruined his career. Is what what he was saying. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. He's is he the most famous typecast character of our generation? Uh, I would say. So. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. I, I mean, a close runner-up is Jake Lloyd, but even then, it's like <laughs> Jake Lloyd. Like, you know, was he on the same level? I'd argue no, because motherfucking Urkel was a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, because yeah. Um, from from what I hear from the stories is that he was supposed to be in like one or two episodes and that's it. And then the show really kind of revolved around him the whole time. So, Howdy, Diane. Howdy, Diane. What's up? <laughs> I'm just glad, uh, Dion. Yes. I know you're grateful that we don't have to deal with this version of Steve Urkel anymore now that the real Steve Urkel's back. Because, you know, this is Nightmare Fuel Steve Urkel. Yeah. Oh, that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that skit. Oh, God. The money. <laughs> I feel like I just lost this oh, one. Oh, my God. It's always been Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. Dude, dude, it... Jeez. Get out of my head, Steve. When... <laughs> when, jo- when, when, when Jordan Peele was actually good and funny. Yeah. yeah. Those were the days. Now, (laughs) great callback. So we're talking about TV dads. Uh, We got a lot of Uncle Phil's. I would put Uncle Phil on my personal. uh, Yeah, definitely. definitely He's on Rushmore for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, do you guys populate your Mount Rushmore of TV dads with great TV dads in terms of like the dad you want or just famous iconic ones? I I would say famous iconic ones. I say pound for pound. So you have I, I combine their success as in like a cultural um, response and, and importance and all that. And then the dad that I would also want 100%. So you don't want Al Bundy as your dad, right? No, he, 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 he's not on the Rushmore. No. What about you, Kendo? Would you put Al Bundy on that list? As my dad or just an iconic TV dad? I'm personally going iconic TV dad because if I pick which ones I want, I don't want Danny Tanner as a dad because he's a bitch, but I do want to put him on the list. <laughs> you know, actually, upon upon further review, uh, I think I'd take Al Bundy under both circumstances because he may not have been the best earner, but what he was making clearly had to have been pretty good if he was able to afford that house. Uh, <laughs> he also scored four touchdowns in the city championship, so that's like a big yeah. deal. So if I'm going to that high school – um, I, I got a dad face and, uh, he always wants to go to the, the strip club. So once I hit, you know, 18 or 21, depending on the rules of that state, uh, my dad and I can go, uh, hitting up some, you know, chicks at the strip club. So, you know, we can go to the jiggly room together. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't so, it Polk High he went to? Yeah, he went to Polk High. I can't remember. I don't know if they ever named, said what the name of the, the club was, but they always referred to the jiggly room. So maybe that's the name of the club. Either way, I... Plus, he's good in a scrap. So, 
You know, if you That's get true. into some shit, dad's going to be there to, you know, throw hands and help get help you out in the jam. So, fuck yeah, I'll take Al Bundy. Also, also his wife was hot, so. Yeah, but useless. Bundy is, yeah. Oh, she was super useless. Bag of yes, sand, she but dude, she was fine. Got, <laughs> easily got past that shit with her being so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. So for iconic, I'll go with like Uncle Phil. Andy Griffith, even though I don't like that show at all. I mean, fucking Mayberry's boring as fuck. Homer Simpson should be on that list for iconic TV dads. Yeah. For sure. then, God, who else? Mount Rushmore's a little hard because Tim the Toolman Taylor should be up there, but there are a lot of other good choices. Well, see, well I'm thinking, I'm thinking, especially in terms of you know the, those glory years of primetime television. You know, if we, if I mean, I think you, you probably, I mean, you probably could do a top 100, but I think any list that matters is probably just like top 25. You know what I mean? Like top 25 is where shit gets serious, and the, all those guys are easily on that list. Now, having like a top 10 would be tough. Oh, Carl Winslow's definitely got to be top 10 TV dad. He spawned He's Eddie. Top 10. Him, I, I'm saying he, Carl Winslow and Uncle Phil are easily top three. I mean, if we're talking of all time, it's definitely top three in terms of uh, like iconic. And then, I mean, Homer, it's hard to not see Homer as one. Can we, can we also, like, you know, th- think about uh, what was it? Uh, Tony Soprano. He'd be a good dad. I mean, you get, you get, you, you, you get in spot. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll whack the guy or whatever. It's fine. You know, you teach you how to shoot. How to, how to, how to, how he to doesn't run drugs accidentally run get you killed in the crossfire. Yeah. When they come yeah. Dude, if, you know. if he was my dad, I would ask him to hook me up with hookers and drugs that I could sell at school and make right? a bunch of money. I'm yeah, man. You got, you, I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. These days, hey, hey, these days you got to start hustling early. So Listen, why not? I'm, I, I'm yeah. using my, I'm using all my dad's power and I'm holding on to plausible deniability. Listen, yes, he took me to a strip club, but I don't know nothing about no goddamn drug money. I no, right. Face. I wasn't paying attention. I'm 17. You know what you yeah. what, what you want me to say? The mafia Junior doesn't Sopranos. exist. I don't know what you want. Also, also another honorable mention: Walter White. I mean, with all that money, with that giant pile sitting in that uh, <laughs> in that Remember storage room, I, I don't. He's definitely on the list. I honestly, he's iconic, but I don't think I'd want Walter White to be my dad. Bef- yeah, before he's really, he's really, really before smart. Before Come on. To, up yeah. Okay. Like Before season. he started, to, he turned into a meth, meth, uh, you know, drug kingpin. Then yeah, Walter White was probably an amazing father. But Before uh, he's letting chicks you know, uh, choke to death on their vomit, that he's a great. That guy. was a cold move, though. Jane had <laughs> yes. to go. Jane yeah, had a fucking that's problem. That's true. That's why that show is so it, great because you understand why he did it. Like you were like, yeah, she was about to fuck all this up. Yep. He. It yeah, was. Like, it was a. It was a brutal thing to do, but it, it had to be done. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I mean that's that's sign of a true dad. You got to make the hard call. You got to do the hard thing, and you did it. You know, of course, somebody died in the process, but you know that's here nor there. Right. Now I have a shit question happens. for you guys. Because <laughs> yes. we're talking about shit happens. How do you guys feel about a dad who uses that as his parenting skill? Uh, Red Foreman, shit happens. I put a foot up your ass. Oh, the older I get, the more I understand Red Foreman, and the more yeah. yeah. I like Red Foreman. 
Well, yeah. plus, like he was never a he was man, he might have been a little heavy handed, but they went <laughs> to a wrestling they went to a fucking wrestling show and they were huge Rocky Johnson fans. I yeah. mean, he's a huge wrestling fan in general. He took him to a fucking Packers game, which even back then that shit stopped being super affordable before that the, the that seventy show. So. Yeah, man. I, I, ooh, Red Foreman's a good goddamn band. He is. I'm just reading about his wiki. I'm reading his Wikipedia page. Did you know what his real first name is? What is it? Redmond? It's like, no, it's like, it's like Redford or, or fuck. Richard. Redwood. Redcorn. Redcorn. His real name is Reginald Albert Red Foreman. <laughs> Yeah, if that was my name, I'd go by Red as well. As would I. God, I love that. I used to love that 70s show. Eric Foreman was a dick. He was good up in... It was when he got Donna back where he became a little bitch. Up until then, whatever. But, you know, after they go to California and he gets her back, like, oh, you little puss. (laughs) So, we all love comics, right? Yes. That's fair to say, bro. How excited are you to read Amelia Clark's new comic book from Image? <laughs> I um, forgot about this. So um, she can she she can write. Maybe her name, but not a comic. Who knows yet? Okay. So okay. Amelia Clark is jumping from the screen to the page with an upcoming Image comic series on Wednesday. The publisher revealed MOM Mother of Madness, a new series written and developed by the actress. The three-issue miniseries follows Maya, an under-the-weather scientist during the day, a superhero by night, and a single mother around the clock. The story <laughs> features Maya using her powers to to take down a cabal of human traffickers. Okay. I mean, I'm willing to read it to review it for the channel. I gotta say that that cover is pretty cool. That is, yes. that is actually quite cool. Yeah, it's a really nicely done piece of art. But... I just I thought it was weird she's getting into the comic book writing game. I didn't realize comics were that hot. Lucky me. Mm. So let's get caught up with some of the uh, audience because I know people want to tell us about their high ground and I want to hear what high ground they have too. So Adam Wofford says, it's over, Anakin. I'm the god emperor of mankind. And I'm the hardcore <laughs> champion mankind. Yeah, and I'm dude love. Oh. We'll say hello to Cactus Jack for me on the way out. Have a nice day. Yep. <laughs> Primer, thank you very much. He says, Black Panther is my favorite Chinese superhero. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> this, guy, this guy gets it. Oh, yep. my Somebody, God. Somebody's <laughs> playing the game with us. There we go. Yep. Yep. Uh, 007 Cloud, thank you very much. He says, funny thing is that Ed Boon didn't care about getting mythologies right or even pronounce Raiden correctly. There's no taxism. Therefore, he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> The racism, I think, is what you meant to say, taxism. But yeah, there is no racism here. It's just how Mortal Kombat was made. I would much yeah. rather have an accurate rendition of how the game was made put on screen than what's culturally sensitive by yeah, who, yeah, who yeah, 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 because I mean, even even when you look when you look at the guys making the the game back in the day, they're just like all like they, they used multiple people for multiple parts, and it was all it looked like a bunch of white guys doing it. I'm like, this is a video game. What do you want out of this? Like, yeah. Do you, want, do you want there to be some sort of cultural background backstory to it that means something in, you know, in 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 that in that part of the world? No, it's a fucking fighting game where you rip out somebody's spine. Get yeah. over it. 
that's the only thing that we read into that game was how to fucking you know pull people's hearts out and rip their spines that's out. That's all we wanted to do, that's man. We all we give... cared about. We didn't give a shit uh, where they came from. It was where we were sending them, which was to hell. <laughs> Every goddamn time. And they come back as noob sidebot. You gotta kick his ass again. That's right. Fucker won't die. Hey, Dion, humor me for a moment. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, Doesn't okay. this guy look like Joel? Holy <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Looks like Joel if he could actually do more push-ups. Oh. <laughs> it looks like Joel if they finally accepted his sperm bank donation. Damn. Was that taken mid-coitus? I mean, mid-hand. <laughs> Yes. Okay, I thought it was me. I wanted to make sure. No, it, it, it does look like him if he, if he shaved his whole face, yeah. Uh, Carl says, it's over, Anakin. Geode is the strongest Jedi. Oh, God. Oh. Kick rocks. How does how does he even hold a lightsaber? How? The Force? Yeah. <sighs> he hovers it. Are you driving with your eyes open, or are you like using the Force? <laughs> 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 it's okay. That guy's a jerk. <laughs> oh, Dion. I love that movie so fucking much. Hey, what's the music from? <laughs> I like that. Where's that music from? And the music cuts off. <laughs> from the dating game. <laughs> I think my favorite low key line from that movie is when they're at the Playboy Mansion and they go, he goes, follow your dick. <laughs> I just love that part. It's like Caddyshack. That, that one's that, that. Listen, it's so hilarious how they just integrate the Playboy Mansion in that, and he's just funny the entire. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the, the, the the fact that they got that the second time and they got they got half to even show up and everything, I was like, yep, you did it. You guys did it. <laughs> Listen, I will die on the hill. I just die on the hill. I will die on the hill. That the only person better at doing the, all right, everybody, that's it. Get the shit, go home. Max, fuck it up for everybody. The only other person better than Jeff doing that, the only other person is fucking Eddie Murphy. That's how much I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I, I don't think they have parties at the the Playboy Mansion anymore. I don't think it's even part of the Playboy uh, thing anymore. We'll just, we'll buy it one day. Well, I'm just saying, Jeff. If you if you have a party happening out there, you know, buy us tickets. We'll we'll come out. Oh God, Grotto. Uh, yeah, <laughs> everyone will get me tooed in one night, and we'll never be able to work again. Our but it'll be a glorious dead. night, though. It'll be a glorious night. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, they. I'd hey, hey, if, if, right if we're gonna if we're gonna get me tooed in that in that fashion, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, no, not really, but you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just disappear for three years and come back and, you know, change my name or something. It'll be fine. Uh, you are uh, Nick Johnson now. There you go. That'll fool him. Yep. Uh, by the way, folks, uh, we are dropping the link for the comic right now. Uh, we can keep moving forward. We can maybe cross another big milestone tonight on air. I believe we can. Uh, you know, folks. We have nine days left, and everyone's already getting all the magnets and the fun stuff like that. So we'll uh, we'll continue to see where we can take this. Last time, guys, all of the big stuff was uh, backloaded. Remember, we went to the bar and it jumped up all the time towards the end. Oh yeah, dude, it was it was crazy. Yeah, we'll have a we'll have a live stream to celebrate the last however many hours of the campaign. I'll be talking about stuff. 
uh, it'll be weird. I'll bring back Jeff Lucas for it exclusive. Well, not exclusive. <laughs> I mean. So, folks, the yeah. link is in the chat right now. Back that before yeah. it goes away. Yeah, may, yeah, yeah. If you want, if you want those magnets, make sure you at least share the uh, share the uh, campaign. Also, if you want us to do the audio drama of this version um, of the comic, make sure you back the campaign and also share it as well. And there's Nick and Kendo uh, down in the basement. <laughs> you guys were guilty as fuck. Hey, man, it was it was it was Kendo. It, Kendo did it the whole time, right? I had nothing to do with it. This is my personal favorite uh, panel from that page. I just love this. You're just like, uh, fuck. <laughs> it was Kendo the whole time, right? I'm just an innocent bystander. I did nothing. Yeah, bullshit. Uh, but folks, uh, you can get this Sweet High Council cover. It's available uh, in the higher tiers. But these trading cards are a great way to uh, show some love for the fandom menace. And these will have a little space on the back for, of each card for autographs. So when Ethan has his convention, when we have uh, meetups and stuff like that, bring the cards, bring the books, get them signed. It's fun. Uh, you know, who else? Who else has this stuff? You know, the fandom menace is an awesome community. And I figure, why not grow? And it's also the only way you can get Cecil the Hut. Everybody loves Cecil the Hut, right? Yeah, good luck. Good luck trying to find Cecil. Good luck trying to find Cecil to have him sign the the back of the card. Uh, I know a way that I can make that happen. So I should just. Well, yeah, because yeah, because you have you know you 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 have the Cecil phone, so that's why. Yeah, I I have the Cecil phone. Thank you, Cecil. But uh, yeah, folks, uh, (laughs) Cecil the Hut, and if we well. We can make it happen. All the thirsty listeners can get their Anna Bikini magnet. So there you go. She's she's <laughs> she's above even me. The guy who made the thing. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna stroke my ego and put my no, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, folks, at the beginning of the show, I do need to update this graphic. Tom has been unlocked, and the way this works is everybody that backs anything uh, will get the magnets added. In. So if you're like, I just want the trading cards, that's cool. You'll get them and the magnets. So. It's just kind of how it works. But yeah, support the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace is strong. And folks, yeah, we had them all on the screen last week. So check it yeah, out. Support, so, yeah, so support us as independent creators because, you know, Hollywood ain't doing this stuff. Marvel ain't doing this stuff. Come on now. Look, no one else is going to kidnap these actors. We'll do it. So you don't have to. <laughs> so our friend Sweetie Squad says, why are those Mexicans in Mortal Kombat? Mortal Closet back. Deep in the closet. I'm not expecting much from what Godzilla versus Mortal Kombat. Or, sorry, Godzilla versus Kong either. Oh, My brain went to Godzilla versus Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's a short ass movie. Hmm. Dude, rated yes, Japanese. You can take him down. Oh, God. Yeah. Actually, if anything, he'd be more susceptible to losing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. That'd be a really funny short Oh, really? oh he wants to do that fucking gibberish torpedo thing, right? At, uh, Godzilla, and he just eats him. <laughs> yeah. Like atomic I press him out of the sky. <laughs> uh, Chris Topher, thank you very much. He says, it's over, Anakin. Kathleen Kennedy is in charge. Yeesh. Oh, I wish she wasn't. How long do you think she'll be around for? I mean, she's going to probably be around for another four or five years. You know, they're not. she hasn't done anything that Yeah. Yet. Yeah, she'll be around through Indiana Jones. I don't know anyone, you know, close to her or anything like that, but like it's Indiana Jones. That's the thing she's announcing. She's a part of that. Like she'll get to kill off Indy and ruin it. I'm not gonna dispute that, but her ass is gonna be around for a hot minute. Yeah, she's yeah, she's she's trying to kill off yeah. the all all the all the really iconic male characters because she's got a weird vendetta against that. So she she, she must have she must have horrible penis envy. Oh, 
Or just have yeah. it's Kathleen, it's 2021. Yeah, she's not going anywhere one. anytime soon. Yeah, she's uh, not. If she if she gets fired, we'll we'll, we'll all know 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 about it like how we knew about the Gina Carano thing. Like it just all of a sudden come out all at once. Like oh, she's gone. That's it. Yeah, when real shit happens like that, everyone's just like, "What?" Yeah, that, that, that that's part. that's exactly how it'll happen. Not not from not not from Reddit. Not from not from another source. It'll just be that. I don't know, man. We got this covered. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, the hat is a rice hat and the east, the easiest version from Vietnam or maybe Korea. Also, it's over, Anakin. Get over here. It's Anakin. 2B has a better body than Padme. Oh, uh, that <laughs> robot from that auto, not automotilista, but that game, uh, Nier Automa or something like that. Autoerotic asphyxiation, right, Kendo? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. No, oh, no, interspecies erotica, fucko. Excuse me. There you go. There you go. I, can't, I stand yeah. corrected. I would like to apologize. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you, Adam Wofford. Raiden, he's just a fictional character. Raiden, he's not culturally relevant. Raiden, apply directly to the forehead. <laughs> Joseph Genowich says, the new secret character, <laughs> the new secret character in Mortal Kombat, Buffalo Jeff. It rubs the lotion. Hi, Dion. Look behind you. I'll finish you. I'll finish you now. No, I'm done. Okay. Okay. I was falling asleep. (laughs) Primer. Primer. Primer says Hollywood thinks all Asian people are the same. That's true. That's very true. I mean, once again, once again, Karate Kid. That's my example. Yeah, Jaden Smith was not Asian whatsoever. <laughs> and it's karate, and they went to China. Well, I was I was also thinking about the the, the first you know Karate Kid where they made an, an, a guy who looks Asian who was born in San Francisco and who's a really you know really good comedian put on the accent. Oh yeah, Pat Morita. Yeah, Pat Morita. So it's like. You know, and and like it's it, it's funny because people who just know him through Karate Kid who who see him talk just in, you know in a normal accent like freak out when they see that it's like no this is how he normally is. He's actually a really funny dude. He's a really, really funny comedian. They just wanted him to be this part because he looked the part and you know he could do the impression and everything. And that's you know that's Hollywood. Yay! Now speaking of funny dudes, I was over on Lorena Creole's channel this afternoon, and guess who I got to stream with, guys? Ooh. Who's that? That's Steven Seagal. Now, he's normally Fat Steven Seagal beat up Ryan Johnson or Fat Steven Seagal beat up Kathleen Kennedy with a roundhouse kick to the chest. You know, many different names. But uh, he was a lot of fun. It was fun streaming with uh, Fat Steven Seagal as well as Lorena. So, folks, uh, over there, you can check out that stream. Uh, This afternoon, we were talking about Stealing Solo. We were talking about Star Wars, everything like that. Ryan John. We'll talk about Ryan Johnson here in a minute ourselves, sadly. But he says, I came to fanboy and dark fade out. Waistline, sad. (laughs) <laughs> why don't you sell why don't you sell those essential oils on on jay leno and see what happens Ooh, dude i was watching an old clip from the old letterman show he had this lady on there that was um claiming to be the world's fastest typist and like she froze on live tv and uh, tv and cheated it was hilarious like how what? yeah i'll send you a link to this youtube oh video. my god Jesse and i found it when we weren't sober and i was hooked 
I went back. I went to watch it again sober. Like it was that good. I feel like I feel like there needs to be a useless Netflix documentary about about that woman and about that moment on YouTube. I think we will start our careers in the big leagues by making that documentary. <laughs> it'll be three hours long, and none of it. And it'll, it'll it'll be twelve parts, so Netflix can put it up on their on their thing. I mean, sure. Oh God, we're diverse they, enough right, for that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you know, I was, I was reading something earlier. That apparently, they Netflix has lost subscribers, or they or they didn't reach the projection or whatever. So, well, good. Their shows suck. Yeah, I mean, they're uh, they're. I, I've been looking at their stock, their stock uh, price. It's been going down for the past three months now. So, that's fun. By fun, you mean horrible, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, in a minute, we're going to talk about something that's the opposite of horrible because. Uh, sometimes the fans get what they want, and that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> so, so LeVar Burton's going to be in the High Council, or is going to be on the Thursday show? Is that what you're saying? I wish LeVar Burton was going to be on the High Council. Holy <laughs> shit. I would I would make sure that we didn't say a single bad word, because I don't want to cuss around LeVar Burton. Come on, Un- unless, un- 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 unless he does it first, then you're like, all right, we're, we're good now. We're good now. And if he references DMX reading, reading Rainbow, I'm going to mark the fuck out. No, I mean, I he's like, <laughs> if he asks me if I think it's a fucking game, I might cry. Yep. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, our friend Joseph Yenowich says, the new secret character in Mortal Kombat... Oh, I read that one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to read it again. Little yeah. Let's see. Sean Culligan, thank you very much. He says, pops out of the stream. Pops out of the corner of the stream. Toasty! I couldn't get yeah. my voice that high. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> you guys remember the toasty guy? Oh, hell yeah. One of the funniest yeah, yeah. Like, not? The moments in, in video games ever. Yeah, I loved it. So, uh, we also have our friend uh, Adam Offord again who says, also, the two actual Japanese characters are the two ninjas, and there is a new fighting game with Metal Gear characters, and it will have Chun-Li. I have not heard about that, Adam. The only game news slash conversation I've heard lately. There was an interesting article. I got to get the exact um, thing pulled up, but about PlayStation and how they're relying on the brands. We talked about that earlier. Remember, Nick, the um, remake oh, yeah, of The yeah, Last yeah. and all that shit? Yeah. That's, it's, it, I don't know if it's just me. Uh, I want you guys to all answer. But does it feel like like entertainment news or just interesting things have kind of froze for a minute and we're in this like weird holding pattern of uh before everything kind of starts? Or is it just me? Yeah. Yeah, everything's definitely delayed. It definitely feels delayed. Yeah, because you know things are opening up now. And they're waiting. They're waiting even longer now to release them, so they're gonna make more money. It's like, don't do that. We're we're bored right now. Just, yeah, just you'll make your money slower. Sorry, but you'll make it. Just give it to us now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They're waiting for. They're waiting for 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 you know the the numbers to go down, and things to open up, and people to you know be freer and to be able to go to the movies and afford it and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's it's just dumb. It's, it's horrible. Uh, if it couldn't think of a name might win the night so far. Um, this is the best super chat of an evening so far. It's over, Anakin. We got cocaine and coffee here. We're going to get wired and have a big party. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. Dude, you That's fucking win. Oh, man. Yeah, this is what he wins. That was for you. 
Oh, I never, man. I never ever get bored of that. Never ever get bored of that. Oh, me neither. It's, I mean, it's my favorite. <laughs> See, I, oh, it doesn't go. I'll listen to that right after I get off air. So our friend D Green hmm, says Jeff's whisper voice is every combination of every creeper in every movie ever. I think that's very accurate. I can see you coming right now. Every voice from every creeper ever. Are you ready, Dion? Talk to me. <laughs> you know what? Whenever, whenever I hear that thing, I always imagine somebody listening to it, like on the weekend or like a little, like you know, like later on in their car while they're doing something and freaking out all of a sudden. I was. I just want a listener to come up to us at Horror Hound. They're like, "Buffalo Jeff gives me nightmares. Can you stop?" And I'd be like, no. <laughs> "I'll just do the voice for him in person." Like, "Hey, guy, I'm everywhere." Just like that, you know. <laughs> so we have no fans. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. Because yeah, when we go to Horror Hound, we'll have you know Buffalo Jeff hats, t-shirts, sweaters, yeah, masks, masks um, Buffalo Jeff buffaloes. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo. Jeff I'll buffaloes. be a guy in a buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo Jeff, Buffalo Nichols. Um, from Buffalo? Yeah, that ain't me, man. That ain't me. <laughs> Buffalo Jeff. You, you Buffalo, Buffalo Jeff, Buffalo Wings, you know, just everything. Oh, that sounds yeah. delicious. Buffalo Jeff, Buffalo Chips. Yep. I can pass on that one, even though it's a good branding opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Overkill161 sends a poop emoji. Thank you very much, Overkill161. I agree Thanks. with the sentiment. Doug Keller says, it's over, Anakin. There will be a female James Bond. Sorry, Jeff. Oh, oh, oh shots fired. Oh, Doug Keller. That is, that, that is it's over. <laughs> Hill <laughs> Mallory says, we need Buffalo Jeff sauce. <laughs> uh, I'm, dude, they make, <laughs> we should get a cheap brand of hot sauce labels and, and have Buffalo Jeff sauce. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like I feel it, like I feel like I feel like Buffalo Jeff sauce has to be ranch, just to you know, for a reason. Yeah, I was, you get like a, a vinegar, a white vinegar based barbecue sauce and sell that. Yeah, yeah. I want to say I was like, that's what it seems like to me, anyways. With little chunks of people in it. I mean, pepper. Uh, no Doug panther. Hill, no panther. Panther. Oh, panther. Little chunks of panther. Ah, sex panther. Yep. Doug mm. Keller says it's over, Anakin. The new Blade reboot will be PG thirteen. Doug Keller also says it's over, Anakin. Terminator Dark Fate is now Dion's favorite new movie. <laughs> I mean, it's not that it's now his favorite movie. It's been that since it came out. Yeah. yeah. Dion, is that wrong? That thank you. I will back you anytime I can use a button. So just, you know, <laughs> if you feel oh. like you're out there on Lonely Island and you need a fucking help branch thrown your way. Yeah, just just say something and get an easy button queued up. <laughs> but what if what if there isn't a button, Jeff? Then what? Well, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So let's talk about the opposite of shit, Shinola. So right here on screen we have our friend Lavar Burton, and I don't know where I saw it online or who came up with it or if I just thought it myself, but. I, the Jeopardy LeVar Burton connection is just a great idea. So apparently 
LeVar Burton will host Jeopardy after petition garners over 246,000 signatures. So this is pretty cool. How do you think it's going to go? I, I think it's going to go really well. I think they're going to get him because every the, everyone wants LeVar on Jeopardy, 100%. And I think it needs to fucking happen. Yeah. So I, yeah, definitely. I mean, that, yeah, that nobody. I, I think nobody deserves, deserves more than that guy. I mean, because it's, it's it's Levar Burton. Yeah. So, would you guys like to hear some of the other uh, choices that we're gonna have soon? I think so. Yes. Yes. So we had Ken Jennings served as the first guest host in January. Then there was Mike Richards. I don't know who the hell that is. Executive producer. Then Katie Couric. Was the first woman to ever guest host Jeopardy. That's fine. Then there was also Dr. Oz. There was also the Green Bay Packer quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. I need to watch an Aaron Rodgers episode. I just got to pull this picture up. If there's a photo you don't want of yourself circulating online, it might be this photo if you're Aaron Rodgers, because I just think he looks kind of dupey here. I just he, <laughs> oh wow that's weird. It's like if John Ham was melting. That's that's what I get. <laughs> so Anderson Cooper has just finished up his. He looks really clueless. He looks so clueless. He's like ah, as one always does. <laughs> and then we have Bill Whitaker. He's going to host from May third to the fourteenth. I'm sorry, yes. Bill. I do not know your work. This is 60 minutes. Buzzy Cohen, don't know who that is, don't care. Mayim Bialik is going to be May 31st to June 11th. Savannah Whoa. Guthrie. Whoa. You, do you miss that show? What? Blossom. What? Do you miss Blossom? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. me neither. Not at all. Uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta will host from July 28th to the 9th. George <laughs> Stephanopoulos. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. You got punched by that wrestler, Dr. D. David Schultz. Develop yep. a thicker skin. Uh, Robin Roberts. And then finally, LeVar Burton. Fucking July 26th to the 30th. So I've read a rumor online. People are saying, hey, he's going to be the last guest host, and then they're going to make him the regular host. I'd like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, that's awesome if they do. I figure, why not let LeVar Burton be the custodian of knowledge and entertainment? It's like you're a kid. You need to learn how to read to acquire knowledge. You watch Reading Rainbow. You learn to love to read and shit. Then as an adult, well, how do you prove that you're smart? You go on Jeopardy. That's the American way, right? You use your smarts to make money on TV. So it's perfect that the guy that got you started out reading is that's going to pay you to be smart. So full circle. But I thought, well, yeah, it was was both him and DMX on 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 that Reading Rainbow show, right? Come on. (laughs) <laughs> I would like to think he think I would like to think he listens to that while working out. <laughs> so I hope uh good old LeVar Burton hangs around for a minute. But uh let's see. Is anybody in the chat thinking of or does anybody in the chat have any recommendations? Uh out of all those, LeVar would be my pick. That's a good choice. Let's see. Fuck off, Doctor. Oh, I'm just reading the chat. Um if Anderson Cooper hosts, I'll never watch again. Well, uh, you don't have to worry about that. It won't be forever. Uh, yes, Primer, it was an odd image. It was also a, a weird Photoshop. So, oh, Pee Wee Herman, Peggy God X, I love that idea. 
You think Pee yeah. could do it? I think Pee could do it. Specifically, Pee. Can we get can, can we get Ozzy Osbourne to do it? Because everybody's gonna be like, "What do you say?" <laughs> I don't think he could be able to read the uh, the fucking cards. Yeah, I think you're right. It's kind of sad. So, how do we all feel about Thor: Love and Thunder? Not interested. <laughs> I can skip it. Okay. <laughs> I was reading Adam Offer's new super chat. Sorry. Uh, so Russell Co- Crow is apparently playing Zeus in Thor: Love and Thunder. Does that change your opinion <laughs> at all? No. Yeah, um, I'm not going to see it even faster. I guess I don't know. Well, I mean, it, I think it, it, it's an it's a good addition. It's a positive addition. It's just not enough. That just just getting married to the jane foster bit is just it's not <laughs> you can't do it you can't do it i mean like the, the, like thor love and thunder and the little logo they 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 have for it looks like a 70s porno and i wish it was that because then i would definitely watch it but it's not um and and nor, nor do i care about natalie portmanteau because she's a pretentious bitch um this doesn't make me want to watch it any better i mean good for russell crawford getting paid you know get your money but uh yeah i just um uh, i don't care Russell Crowe yeah. looks like an old Phil. If Phil were successful, it's successful anyway. It, dude, if anybody was as successful as Russell Crowe, I figure like you've reached the top at that point. Yeah. But then again, what has he been up to recently? Not he did that weird, that weird. Universe. He did that weird remake of Falling Down that that was called Unhinged. Damn. That changed no one's lives. Yeah, <laughs> especially his. I mean, he got he got paid, right? Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> uh, on a scale of one to ten, Nick, how bad was it? I didn't watch it, but it, like, it, like I watched the trailer, and I was like, "This is just falling down with a different dude and with a different name." And instead of him, like, and and he's 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 in a car the whole time. Like it was it was weird. I was like, "You're just redoing this in like a a shittier way, Hollywood." That's all it was. I'll skip it. Yeah. It, doesn't need to be watched. I still want to see that movie. Nobody, the uh, Bob Odenkirk movie, that looks awesome. Yeah, that one. No, no, that well, once again, uh, Christopher Lloyd um, shooting Russian gangsters in the chest with a shotgun. Like that's that's what I'm going to say. How much better is it than Hobo with a shotgun in terms of shotgun violence? Oh, shotgun violence. The Hobo with a shotgun wins with the shotgun violence. But this is this is this is what you want to. This is the movie you want to watch. Oh, okay, um, because like it's like it's it's just, it, it's basically what you need. It's like high vi- It's like the story is simple, a lot of violence, a lot of fun, um, and that's all. That's all you really want. That's all you you really want, really. And it's 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 such a fun movie, man. It's basically, uh, it's it's by the same people who did John Wick. It's basically John Wick, but if he had a if he actually had a family and you know <laughs> a wife and a kid and everything, and just didn't imagine about having didn't imagine having it. So back to Russell Crowe and Thor Love and Thunder. Let's hear what the good news is. A few weeks ago, literally everyone in Australia knows that Russell Crowe was hanging out with the whole cast of Thor Love and Thunder. Really, literally everybody. Okay. <laughs> so as reported by comic book movie, Crowe appeared on the show Breakfast with the Murphys and revealed multiple times that he's playing Zeus in the movie. You might know Zeus from Greek mythology and Disney's Hercules, but there are a couple of big things to take away from the fact that Zeus is apparently going to appear in a Marvel movie. 
For starters, this probably means that Christian Bale's noseless villain Gore, the God Butcher, is going to butcher some damn gods, and not just Norse gods like Thor and his friends. This also means that a suddenly significantly stronger chance of fan-favorite Marvel character Hercules showing up in the MCU at some point soon. Zeus is Zeus. He throws lightning bolts and stuff, but the Marvel version of Hercules is cool because he's like Thor, but he's bisexual and likes to fucking party. Wait, what? <laughs> that's literally how this how fucking that? paragraph ends. Okay, I was like, that's weird. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, that's so awesome that that is what makes him cool because he's bisexual and likes to party. Yeah, and they got they of course they add that right. So can't, so can't just be a cool character. It's like you know nowadays you gotta you're like we we, we want to try and tick as many boxes as we can. It's like come on now it just comes off as you're just making it weird. You're you're making it weird now. I can make it even weirder, Dion. You oh don't God, have to it's okay. Yeah, I'm gonna make it even weirder. Here's a picture of Hercules staring mm-hmm. right into your soul. Yeesh. Because hey, I heard you. Because I mean, like that—that that, that Russell Crowe just sounds like hedonism bot from Futurama. Is what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically what he sounds like. He sounds like hedonism bot from Futurama. Like he's just gonna be trying to bang everything that's you know within arm's reach. So. <laughs> Voiced by Buffalo Jeff. I like that idea. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Did, so. Outside of any kind of superhero fatigue, where do we think Thor Love and Thunder is going to land in terms of a movie? Do we think it's going to be interesting now that we're learning a little more about the plot? Or do we think it's going to be more of like, eh, outside of any fatigue? It's going to land in the trash. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody pissed I got the same feelings for it now as I've had the whole time. I'm not, dude, I'm I'm beyond. Nobody pissed my cheers. I'm just like, from the jump, I've I've never like once again the way that the lettering of the movie looked like a seventies porno and then they said Natalie Portman's going to be in it and she's going to be female Thor, don't care. Um, I've been I've been over I've been over the whole the superhero kick and you know it's ever since Endgame like I've been I've been done with it, and they keep trying to like shove it down my throat even more. It's like I don't want it. Quit doing that. That that's just rude. Um, and you know it's like oh we're gonna get Russell Crowe on this. Good for you. You're spending more money on on an, on on another big name actor to try to get more people to come and watch it. Nobody's going to care for it. Sorry. I have a question I need some clarification on. Mm-hmm. So Natalie Portman's going to be female Thor, correct? Correct. Yes. Um, Who's directing this movie? Tika Watiti. And he is not a female director, am I correct? Correct. All right. I was just making sure that you know Natalie but, Portman's but- starring in a movie. And the director well, is not a female director. Well, 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 well. He, here's the thing: he is a person of color, so you know he gets he gets that he gets that bo- uh, box checked. Right, so he's got, he's got the, that that box checked. So it's defending him from any other box. Yeah, exactly. So is that going to be the next scarf she wears? <laughs> Possibly. God, I hope so. <laughs> oh my god. So. I don't know. I mean, I want I want to like this movie. I don't want to, you know, just go. Oh, it's gonna suck outright. But I didn't really love Thor Ragnarok. I didn't enjoy the direction that took. So, from somebody that's not even concerned with, okay, I'm concerned with Natalie Portman's bullshit and all the other crap. Because look, <laughs> Thor, Lady Thor, sucked in the book. 
See, it's yeah. not like I just go, oh, this stuff is terrible because I read it on a website. No, I read and bought this shit, got duped and tricked. Like, nobody knew this shit was coming as bad as it was. Just one day you pick up an Avengers book and you're like, what the fuck is this? And then you stop. But, you know, the anger is still there. Yeah, I, I read them <laughs> online. And they're like, I already was never a huge Thor fan. You know, and then it's just that ranked up to eighty, and then it's like I liked I, I liked Ragnarok. I I don't it's, I didn't love it, but I, I you know I liked that version of Thor being a little sillier and shit. I you know again it, it takes a wild action movie turn with with Hera because they just want to make Hera so op in that fucking movie for no reason. But I liked it. I liked Ragnarok, and it's like this weird obsession it's just like captain marvel you know a character that nobody liked even the people that 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 want to be on the same team as you you know go make everything a woman version they didn't buy fucking female thor so it's like it's gonna be you know you're you're putting all your eggs in the basket that can't hold a motherfucking thing let alone eggs you know so it's it's just gonna be it's a it's a flailing effort that everyone knows is gonna be bad so but I'm, but I'm hoping I'm wrong. I do hope that it's pretty good, but I just don't. I don't see it, boys. I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, and to be honest, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a big Thor fan because I think most of most of his movies have, well, not most of them, but the first one was okay. The second one really blew. Then like Thor Ragnarok was actually kind of fun. But other than that, I don't really care for him that much. I mean, Chris Hemsworth really makes him really, really does a good job with Thor, and he makes him funny and iconic and things like that. It's good, but. Other than that, I really don't care. Um, <clears throat> even with you know Thor: Love and Thunder, don't give a shit. And I think I, I, Marvel's doing this whole weird thing about you know Wham and Marvel with um, Kamala Khan and um, Captain Marvel Part Two and stuff like that. It's just it's just weird the direction they're going in. It's so strange. Yeah, it is. Now, folks, if you are opposed to the direction of comics that are like this, and you want a comic book that doesn't even feature any women in it, read our comic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't oh, even intentional. Point. Oh, all right, amazing yeah. advertisement right there. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes diversity just happens organically, and that's what happened here. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about female diversity. In which case, we have none. Yeah, we we have the most diverse group of females on any on an, yeah, in any comic book. Listen, we got we got a few in in the fan base on the on the Facebook page. You know what I'm saying? So we're not we're not entirely there, <laughs> but we're on our way. Damn it! Yeah, we're whatever. Anyway, <laughs> that'll be that could be like the new advertising point. Do you, do you hate women? Good. There ain't any in this book. Buy it. Yeah. <laughs> are you a closet misogynist or just a misogynist? Just read this goddamn book. Oh God. Do you hate uh, women? Are you afraid of them? Do you just not like them? Buy this comic book. To be fair, Peter Jackson's first movie had no women in it, so maybe you're like Peter Jackson. See? Yes. We're already on the right Jeff path. Jeff Jackson. I, I, love, I, I, I love you trying to turn this around now. I love it. No, I'm proud of this. <laughs> Breaking news tomorrow we all get canceled because of it. Because there's no women in stealing solo? Correct. Somebody some somebody some check mark is gonna find out about this and they're gonna go on some kind of rabid rampage and we'll have to like shoehorn in like we'll just like no. draw like a fucking No, it, 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 
You just draw like a, a, a stick figure Brie Larson on the last page. Just it makes no <laughs> sense why the placement is there. Okay, sure, Kendo, you, can, you can draw that for me. Okay. I'll whip <laughs> it up tomorrow page. at work. Deal. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I was going to say, somebody at the beginning of the campaign tried to like go on some like shit talking spree. And all I noticed was the book had a huge bump. So thank you, people. Yeah. I just want to thank you in advance. Like, it was nice. One day I'm sitting with Jesse. I'm like, the book went up like $3,000. I'm like, what happened? And then like last week, Anna's like, yeah, those people that made the video about you in the beginning of the campaign. I'm like, I didn't even know about it. Thank you. I should send them a fruit basket or something. Yeah. You know what? No, 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 no really. Against stuff and you really you, shouldn't be there. You shouldn't see this. You shouldn't buy this. You shouldn't read this or watch it. That usually increases the sales of those types of things. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, you should send them an edible arrangements. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, they'll that get a fun. real edible arrangement, not an arrangement of good edibles. There you go. There you go. Those people don't they need but, it, but they don't deserve it. But but you 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 really shouldn't be like, hey, thanks for making my comics comic successful. I'd yeah. send them a case of summer's eve. <laughs> yeah. I could I think they need to be refreshed. Yeah. I would I would I would totally do that just, just to screw with them, just be like, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Zach Z. It's over, Anakin. I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> God, that movie's so fucking great. Dead Alive, folks, or Brain Dead, depending on what part of the world you live in. Check it out. It's a great movie. Oh, wonderful, wonderful movie. So, uh, speaking of wonderful, we did read Primer's Wonderful, The Hitman's Bodyguard of Strange Wife's Masseuse Super Chat. Thank you very much, Primer. <laughs> oh, Primer gave his three favorite TV dads, and I gotta say, they're good because we have one we hadn't mentioned before. So Primer says, Carl Winslow, Red Foreman, and George Lopez. Mm, George Lopez, <laughs> definitely. Red Foreman. Yeah, I, I forget, yeah, for, yeah, I forgot about George Lopez. Definitely George Lopez. That show was actually pretty goddamn funny. I feel I feel bad for that guy because every show has tried to make ever since then like just two seasons and two seasons and then it's gone. Well, I know. mean, when you had perfection with right. the George Lopez yeah. show, <laughs> Dion, do you know what the Listen. George Lopez show was to me? Uh, the thing that you flip through on for like five seconds and change the channel. No, it meant like I was home from work in the summers and I'd watch it as I fell asleep. I was like, yeah. ah, George Lopez, I'm free from being tired, so I'm going to watch this as I fall asleep. I don't so even think I sat through a full episode. Like, mm, good, good enough. And you chuckled, lightly chuckled, as you fell asleep in the Betty Buys. I thought the daughter was kind of cute, so. <laughs> daughter was cute. Wife was pretty damn good looking, I'd say. Oh, yeah. The, she, was a, she was a TV MILF. Yeah, yo. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, this next super chat, I was it caught me off guard. I've been laughing from Sucky Sucky for five dollar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is the screen name. Um, I am loud and obnoxious. I like music that rhymes. I'm a fraction of a population, but commit half the crimes. Who am I? Uh, very peculiar direction. I feel like we're going uh, Ted Bundy, yeah, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I don't Cleveland. know. Cleveland? No, I was about to say Cincinnati when Jeff lived there during that odd time when every day it seemed like everybody was dying. Oh, the, the fucking heroin day? Yeah. yeah man. Oh, man. 
Yeah, folks, uh, during the life cycle of this show, during the Kendo era, a.k.a. the only era that matters at the show, uh, we in Cincinnati, just there was, this, there was this day where I think it was like 45 people in my neighborhood. Well, not my no, local neighborhood, but like in my area, they OD'd. Apparently some it was, dude, it was, it was, it was, yeah, I think, well, it was, yeah, it was that. And I think the news kept catching it all the time as well. Like every day there would be a count. I was like, this is morbid. Yeah. That's crazy. Shout out to Paul Otis for getting our, you only live twice reference. Sucky fucky. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Paul Otis. for everything. Yeah. Clearly you listen to that commentary. He only listens twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Nate G accepted the challenge and threw this down. The man who killed the hitman's wife's father's brothers, cousins, former's roommates, bodyguard, and then the yes. big friend. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Yes. Oh, I got a hail scroob to you, sir. Oh my god. Uh. What button do you think Nate should get for that excellent message? Uh, a number I mean, nine. A number nine. A number nine. Oh, nine. shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Swerve turns out that he actually is a thong wearing fatty. Now he's offended. We'll never listen again. Wrong! <laughs> no, he'll still be around next week. Our fans dig it. Uh, when I was hanging out with uh, Fat Steven Seagal, beat up Brian Johnson. Sorry, dude. You'll always be that screen name to me because I just remember it laughing so hard. <laughs> in Lareda, uh, they were talking about the fun in the community and stuff. And they just they told us thanks for having fun. I'm like, no, thank you for letting us have fun because yeah, who else? I guess nobody else enjoys the show more than we do, right? Or just the audience. That's, 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 why, that's why we keep showing up. That's why we keep, yeah. we keep doing this. I don't know. It's uh, the audience. We'll figure it out one of these weeks. <laughs> it's, it's a gauntlet. We're throwing down. Who can have the most fun? There you go. I don't. Know. The answer is you. Uh, we read Fat Steven Seagal's for earlier. Thank you very much. Dix Insider says, "Hey Dion, did you get that gift I sent from Jeff yet?" No, he did not, because I didn't send it. I'm just going to give you guys a gift package with or a care package. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna get giant bags of stuff from everybody like in July. It's it's, it's gonna happen. You're gonna man. get yeah. you're gonna get last year's Christmas presents. <laughs> oh yeah, I still you got are my too. Stuff that I was supposed you, to give to you guys. Yeah, you are too because I sent I tried sending it to you twice and came back twice. <sighs> I bought Whose fault is that? Hey, hey, this, yes. hey, 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 yeah. hey! This the second time I thought it was lost in the mail. Thank God it wasn't. It showed up my house like three weeks later. Well, Kendo, you saw the little Ninja Turtles vans I got for everybody. Did you see those, Dion? No. I was at the store, and I was like, oh, dude, a Turtles van. Oh, shit, four Turtles vans. Wait, we're like the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> we need these. Mm -hmm. Damn, Skippy. What up, Canadian Spider-Man? How you doing, man? Thanks for joining us tonight. Love all the emojis. Uh, there's beer and mushrooms, so we're going to have a big party and then eat a lot of bacon. <laughs> Uh, but he also says, by the way, Buffalo Jeff is an excellent addition to the team. Party boob! Hey, well, I mean, if, you, if you're into that thing, uh, he's on our Patreon, so you know, get on yeah. it. My, this is bullshit. Damn it. <laughs> yes. I can't, I can't even imagine what Jeff wants to do with, with, with the dot com dedicated to the guy now. I'm going to do some weird shit with 
this is just a see down the road people will be like oh yeah i watched the world-class bullshitter show did you hear about the time the guy dedicated all this time and money to elaborately troll his friend and then build an empire <laughs> off of it yep. like, that is the epic that is world-class bullshitters <laughs> jeff where did you come up with this shit i was just trying to fuck with my best friend on air and here we are yeah, well i mean man. that's that's essentially how we came up with the comic book comic book as well it was just an idea yeah. <laughs> yeah, I referenced Celtic Pride, which, by the way, is an underrated movie. It is. It really is. is. I, I really do like that movie. Is that Dan Aykroyd and uh, Daniel Stern? Yeah, yes. and they kidnap uh, 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 Damon Wayans. Uh huh. It's uh, so much fun. I, I remember. I remember the, the gas station scene, uh, the best. <laughs> which, by the way, is a movie that would not fly these days. No, no, two, no, 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 two, two white, two white guys can ever get a black guy. No, never happened. Yep. <laughs> never happened. Even, even in the context of trying to keep him from playing, playing in Game Seven of the NBA Finals versus their team, they would still find that to be some kind of like insensitivity. Yeah, mm -hmm. even, even though that movie was just damn hilarious. Safety, I've heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh Kendo, Dion, yeah. Nick, you guys want to play a quick game on air while I read a couple of the super chats? I do. Uh, All right. What is going through Kevin Nash's mind? <laughs> Folks in the chat, you can play along at home. <laughs> yeah, that was my thought too. Right now, right now he's singing, "Don't look down, don't look down, don't look down." This is evidence. Don't look down, don't look down. He was thinking, "Oh God, they got a picture of me wearing this Fubu shirt." <laughs> that's the most embarrassing part of this whole thing and then the second thing he's thinking oh man that girl's quads are probably doing a lot of heavy lifting good thing yeah. I got really big strong quads that'll never tear <laughs> womp womp <laughs> I just want an excuse to show this photo <laughs> Oh so, God! The, yeah, I, I, I did, yeah. The, when, 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 when I think when he first shared in the chat, I didn't even see him uh, wear the Fubu shirt, which is oh God. Does that company even exist anymore? No, no. I don't think so. They, they, oh, cool. they still make some, but it's an offshoot of some other fucking company. Oh God! Well, the, the, there's always the one from How High, Bufu, or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. that was that's awesome. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, sorry, Pagan God X, we didn't mean to offend. And Joseph Bianowicz, I know this was a typo, but part boob is just way funnier than party boob right now. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> oh, here we go, foo boob. Yeah. What <laughs> <laughs> <But> accurate? <laughs> oh God, uh, I love the chat. So. Uh, well, while that sits there for just a minute longer, yes, yeah, uh, TLJ Screwjob <laughs> says thoughts on Resident Evil VR as well as Resident Evil 8 being canceled because of the thick, tall vampire waifu. Uh, oh, well, the, 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 the chick that everybody immediately had a hard on for Village, yeah, I give it a big yeah, two out of ten. Oh, the picture's gone, never mind. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna pull up the late the Resident Evil 8 vampire lady that everyone's upset over. Um, all so right, to go pair knackers. Oh, oh yeah, I watched this. Look like that lady. Uh, close. I mean, she's not real. But how did I watch this trailer and miss this? Usually, I'm I never miss this shit. Oh, Dion, I might be sick. Dude, say, it was it, it was it was 
it was fun. It was funny as hell when 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 it, when she came up and then like all the all the cosplay thoughts I I, I follow on Instagram immediately started dressing like her like the next day. I was like, oh okay, <laughs> so I'm, somebody's making a lot scared. of money on this. Yeah, you know people were nutting when she does the thing where she grabs them or whatever. Yeah, you know, you know, you know a lot of nuts were happening over on. Uh, hey Nick, <laughs> what's up, man? Uh, so somebody in the chat said that her name is Minka, old porn star. Can you go ahead and look up M I N K A and see what comes up? And so we cross reference to you know solve these mysteries that uh, have come upon our page. <laughs> now I guess I should be happy that my initial thought isn't to check out a video game set of tits, but I mean, how did I miss it? Anyway, well, I don't know uh, why people not look at them now after I, you. I, prefaced it with that appetizer you just gave us <laughs> i was all i was already going to buy this game because i like resident evil but uh now i can't wait no uh i just find this that funny is that um that is yes, that's uh that, that's definitely her all right cool yeah. well there yeah, you go that folks. is uh 100 her <laughs> i knew so i knew it was her research it a little bit more folks go ahead and just uh you know you know what? Follow Liquor Jim super or message right here. There you go. Yeah. There's the formula. Thank you, Liquor Jim. We're gonna work hard towards our goals. Yeah, nice. she's. Uh, I mean, I mean, she, she's been in a couple of movie, couple of movies. Uh, Busted too. Uh, <laughs> a girl's, a, a girl's affair. Uh, you know, other things I can't really name on this uh, stream. Why not? You said come on the show before. <laughs> that was one time. Did it one time. Yes, Dr. Meatball. I do know who Rhea Ripley is. Uh, I'm a fan. Yes, she's very good in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I looked at that Kevin Nash photo again, and my face was like his. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strong oh, top that that material's made out of. Yeah. What is that made of? Uh, adamantium? <laughs> it have to be. It's like a space-age neoprene. Yeah. Space-age right, right. neoprene. <laughs> Spreopine. <laughs> Dude, I wanted to read this in order, but this broke me. It's over, Anakin. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah, uh, if it's over now because George Bush doesn't care about black people, holy shit, it's been over for 15 years. <laughs> well, no, God, it's been over since before any of us were born because I don't think those views would have Never mind. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> so, I did have a question that popped up. This is kind of fun. Uh, another little game we can play. Finish this sentence. The movie that traumatized me most as a kid was blank. That was like, that's the movie that fuck. I was definitely was way too young to have seen it, and and it fucked me up for a while. You know, well, um, what? What was the movie you said, Dion? Devil's Night. Oh, Devil's Night. Okay. Yeah, where they're the kids in high school and they go go to a, a cemetery or something or a cemetery a crematorium, and the chick gets possessed by the devil. Freaked me, fucked me up. Mm, what about you, Nick? Pet. Or you, Kendo? I was gonna say I know Pet Cemetery fucked me up for a good couple of months when I was like six. Um. Trying to think because my mom always watched horror movies because she thought it was funny when I got scared, but I was like, you know, really little, so that just seems kind of mean. But yeah, I think that's like the only one that I can think of off the top of my head where I was like, yeah, this one's ruining me. Um, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure <clears throat> when he's in the Large truck March. and then 
Oh you know, yeah. Much, much. For some reason, like I, I for the longest time I couldn't, I couldn't watch that. It would, yeah, it would scare me too much. I watched it recently, and I was like, this is just really good claymation. Yes, what it is. Hell, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, for the longest time I couldn't watch it. Scared the shit out of me. I'm trying to think. Uh, outside of horror movies, I mean, the scene from Willy Wonka creeped me out as a kid, but I wasn't traumatized by it. Um, I hated the movie Scanners as a kid because I saw it when I was five years old. So that fucked me up. Yeah. Did not like that at all. Didn't need to see an exploding head at that age. Um, <laughs> um, the... Jaws of Revenge. That's what traumatized me as a kid. It was the first movie I ever saw where somebody got eaten. And then again, it was Jaws the Revenge, so it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Um, Tom Whammy. Uh, Lit- when Mario Van Peoples got bit by, the, by Jaws. Oh, God. Well, his dad got an STD making a movie, and he claimed workers' <laughs> compensation and then funded the movie with it. Oh, God. Um, fun fun fact, Bill Cosby put, put money into that movie. Huh. He put a lot of things in your places. God. Yeah. Ow. And here I was going to just simply make a simple Bill Cosby bad movie joke, and Jeff just goes hard in the motherfucking thing. Um, what was it? What the heck was it? Um, Nobody's guys- harder than Dr. Cosby, Dion. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> uh, the 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 Land Before Time movies. I fucking hate them. I hate them too, but for different reasons. Yeah, Every time I went to a goddamn babysitter, they made us watch that. <sighs> yeah. Uh, also, like it was one of those things where, like, my brother loved them, and we were in, he were into them all the goddamn time. We watched them all the goddamn time. So it's like, <sighs> I, I I can't watch them without wanting to just punch them in the face randomly. I only ever saw the first one, and I still have it on tape somewhere. Ah, oh, God. Apparently, there are 20 of them. Like, there really are 20 of them. Well, didn't it take them, like, 10 years to even make a second one? It's like, hey, let's I, capitalize on this big thing from 1988 uh, in I 1999. So. I think so. Uh, let's see. The Land Before Time. I knew it was Don Bluth. Universal Pictures. Uh, neither the sequels nor the series involved the participation by Bluth anyway. Lucas or Spielberg are involved in the first one? Shit. George Lucas and Steven Spielberg produced the first one. Did not know yeah, that. The first one's actually a good movie. So there's The Land Before Time, The Great Valley Adventure from 1994. So it took okay. eight years, right? No, sorry. Six years. I can't count to get that. And then here's where it starts to go. So then in 95, we got The Time of the Great Giving. In 1996, we got the Journey Through the Misfits. Oh, the Mists, excuse me. The next year, we got The Mysterious Island. Then we got The Secret of Saurus Rock. Then, in 2000, we got The Stone of Cold Fire. I mean... <laughs> then, The Big Freeze. Journey to Big Water. The Great Long Neck Migration. Invasion of the Tiny Sauruses. The Great Day of the Flyers. The Wisdom of Friends. And Journey of the Brave. Eh, they could have done that right if they would actually did it the way you read it journey through the misfits but it's about all those little dinosaurs becoming like adolescents and angsty and shit and they learn about the misfits and so they just listen to yeah. a lot of fucking punk from the 70s and 80s <laughs> which is not a bad thing because you know the misfits had some pretty good tunes that'd be that'd be a hilarious movie about teenagers like dinosaurs becoming teenagers and learning about punk punk rock yeah that'd be, they're that'd sitting be, around all day movie. listening to the misfits and the ramones and like that'd be awesome. pistols and shit <laughs> and the movie smoking end- and being pissy about their parents. Can the movie end with them going, God, I hate my parents. I wish they were dead. And then there's an asteroid coming towards the planet. Yes. Yes. The movie has to end like oh that. 
<laughs> no, dude, you remember that movie that showed dinosaurs? Yeah. yeah. It's, it should end like that, where like he's like, I hate my parents, blah, blah, blah. And then it starts to snow, and he looks up, and then like a little fucking caption pops up. It's like, everyone died. The dinosaurs mm. were extinct, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And then and then it like fades away and then it shows a fucking syringe pulling out a fucking little bit of amber from a mosquito and then oh, it all dino DNA. Yeah, see, it was all one big <laughs> and it's and it's and it's, Jeff, and it's and it's and it's Jeff Goldblum saying life finds a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. crossovers and, uh, find a way when there's money. And uh well, there it is. Yeah. Dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, TLJ Screwjob also to bounce off the super chat. Resident Evil 4 VR looks cool. Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite video games. If I had a system that played VR, I probably would play this. So one day I'll give it a shot. Now, Dion, this might be the greatest super chat ever for you. Oh, fuck. It's over, Anakin. I just saw Dion riding a Sigourney Weaver centaur while Buffalo Jeff was chasing him on Cocaine Bear. Oh, man. <laughs> um. <laughs> a lot of layers of that one too. I know, right? Yeah, can we get can we get that anime, please? Yeah. <laughs> so, Kendo, do you remember how we discussed our our uh, mascot Giuseppe? Yes. I think we should make Giuseppe happen. Not now, but soon-ish. At least put him on a T-shirt. Let him be like a a third tier mascot for us. I agree. What we a real one, Giuseppe. Yes. So, folks, if you don't know who Giuseppe is or will become, listen to some of our older episodes where we talk about our favorite genre of film, the Italian beaver picture. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> no, that wasn't, that wasn't, a, oh, yeah, I was going to say, because I think we, we came up with that on, that was after hours, wasn't it? No, or this we, was an old podcast joke. Well, we talked about beaver, was it? Because I know we've talked about yeah. beaver pictures a lot, but either way, yes, Giuseppe. Giuseppe's yeah. coming to town. I'm excited. <laughs> Somebody's coming. Stuff Giuseppe. Easy. Yeah. He'll stuff you. <laughs> oh. So Dion about the cocaine bear. We good? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you good, bro? That's such a weird transition. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Adam Wofford. <laughs> the next one is gonna break us. Uh, Adam Wofford says, "It's over, Anakin. Get in the van." We have whiskey and hose. It's over, Anakin. The spice must flow. It's over, Anakin. <laughs> Ray is the chosen one. Oh. That's some bullshit. Yeah. It, it does look like shit. That's the button we need <laughs> from Waterworld. It does look like shit. <laughs> you all right over there? And that was really good. That was a perfect reference. That was perfect. If, if 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 Waterworld had a sequel, what would the sequel? What would the sequel name be? Planet, Planet Worlds. Land <laughs> World. Flood World. <laughs> I want the sequel Meth World. That's oh my story, god! Uh, Baltimore. I mean, oh, <laughs> it's, it's just a wire. <laughs> uh, now, this next one from the stunning and brave. Palesley Hidalgo. I had to refresh a random YouTube vid I was watching recently because a lady in an ad that I could skip said, April 23rd is Vagina Appreciation Day. <laughs> oh my god. I gotta look this up. <laughs> what? I gotta know. Oh my god. 
April 23rd is Vagina Appreciation Day. It's a real holiday and is used as the unapologetic brand of birth control. Oh, and a Vera, an unapologetically encouraging women to appreciate their vagina. One of the best ways we can think of is by having an orgasm. Is this helpful? No. <laughs> Why do you think that? I don't I don't really I'm not gonna can't complain about this. That's fine. I'll appreciate it. Tomorrow. Hey, Jesse, tomorrow's National Appreciation Day for your vagina. Well, she's got her headphones and she's watching a movie, but <laughs> ladies, just know. It's like Valentine's Jeff, Day. Jill. Jeff, go ahead and make an official tweet on the WCBS Twitter and we'll, you know, we'll. we'll about National we'll Vagina yeah, Appreciation Day. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I we'll, can speak, we'll, speak for all four of us here that we all appreciate vaginas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Celebrities. What vagina would you like to appreciate, Dion? Uh, um, that's a transitional question. You know what? I, I guess I'm going to stick with uh, my go-to. I guess since we're already we've been talking about it for the last three weeks, Selma Hayek all day, every day. Oh God, yeah, good call, Kendo. I'm gonna go same direction, but a little bit further south, and I'm gonna take Sofia Vergara. Oh. Um, Nick, Brilliant. of course, you know. Um, Cat Dennings. I don't play, that's not a bad choice, man. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I know. I yeah. was gonna pick that yeah. one too, but fuck. Well, no, 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 no. Hey, hey, I no, was, no, no, I, no. I was gonna pick. I was, I was gonna pick the your favorite one, and I was like, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it to Jeff. Oh, Alexander I'm gonna go, Yeah, I was. I'm, I'm gonna right. go the other way. <laughs> well, then respect. I'll go the other way, um, and fix it. So, yeah, that's. I think it's a good list. <laughs> Uh, but yes, folks, tomorrow, April 23rd, is Vagina Appreciation Day. Do your part for the cause. Yeah. <laughs> what the? When is Penis Appreciation Day, asks the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo. I don't know. Every day. Sure. Um, <laughs> Twice on Sundays. Oh, shit. All right, Rick Flair. Mornings. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, bro. Yeah. So when I had pulled up the thing about the traumatizing films, some of the ones that had popped up, which I don't really... I mean, like, Old Yeller I get. That's just fucked up on another level. And then there's The Exorcist, Jaws, yeah, is, uh, Alien. Is Requiem for a Dream on there? Because I've only seen it once, so I'll never watch it again. I, uh, I can look right now. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. Dark. Yeah, I, I watch it once, never again. <laughs> Why is Children of the Corn on this list? It's a terrible movie. Wait, 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 which which one? Which one is the question? The, first the original. One for sure. Okay. Yeah, that one is a kid that'll fuck you. Uh, there's there's one there's one horror movie I watched a, a while ago called Megan is Missing. Terrifying Ooh. movie. Ooh. <laughs> what was it about? I mean, I know Megan's missing, but <clears throat> care to elaborate? It's it's basically a found footage movie about uh, this this girl's friend who's missing and she goes to try to find her. She goes to like the internet and apparently like she's abducted by some dude and um, she gets sent these pictures about you know her her friend in these awkward positions. Um, oh, I've seen this movie. That. Yeah, it's 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 really weird. Like, okay, the last the last twenty minutes is is a girl is, is the last twenty minutes of the movie is 
this girl in a blue barrel where this guy's going to bury her alive in it. And she's, you, you hear her like talking to him, yelling at him, pleading with him, going through like the five stages of grief with him. But this is still shot of just him digging the hole, her in the barrel, because you can hear the sound of her voice you know, in the barrel and her slowly getting buried over those 20 minutes. And it's just like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That, yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Now, would you like to watch one that's a little more realistic, but just as scary? No. Well, you should watch The Den. Oh, God. It's, it's about a girl who gets her computer hacked by somebody online, and they start watching her through her webcam. Then they hack her shit. They start sending emails and nude photos of her. Then they abduct her ass, and they fucking put her on the dark web. It, it's oh, fucking scary. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've I've heard some of those those uh, those dark web stories, man. It's uh, it's creepy stuff, creepy stuff. Yeah, I won't mess with that. That's that's a line. I'm like, nope. I like to live. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say I enjoy watching or sorry, watching videos about dark web stuff on YouTube, like those uh Mr. Nightmare videos. Oh God, man, those are yeah, those are crazy, crazy stories. Everything is better than dark. God, don't be bringing me in this. <laughs> Great! So there you go. Better? <laughs> Are we fair? Is it even? Have we balanced the books? No, we ain't balanced the goddamn books. <laughs> I still, I still wanted to the damn Hannibal remake with with, with Dion and Jeff so bad. <laughs> I had to eat his liver with some nice fava beans or fava beans and a nice Chianti. Yeah, I want I want Kendo to to play Hannibal Lecter, and I want Jeff to be to be Buffalo Jeff. And then Dion to be Clarice. This is what I want. Yeah, and 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 like it's instead of Dion being like scared of the lambs, he's scared of the horses. <laughs> You're the crying of the ponies. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's 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 all I want. That's something because that'll because that'll really put like the the I think that'll put the legend of Buffalo Jeff really over the top. <laughs> It's not going to be a legend for much longer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dion, I cannot wait to hang out with you. I know, man. It's been been too long. I can't fucking wait either, bro. So you know what we should do on a stream together? Besides get drunk? Besides get drunk, we should have a breakfast stream. Ooh. Let's have bowls of this. Oh, my God. Yes, amen. That I, 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 love, I, love, I love what this Ghostbuster after Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> That's the cereal. Not the other one, just this, the, just the new one that hasn't come out yet. Hmm. I'm listening. Oh god, people are writing the Legend of Buffalo Jeff in the chat right now. Oh my god, he shaved five chicks in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you can add to the Buffalo Jeff myth in the chat. Uh, make us laugh, and we will add it to the official Jeff Buffalo Jeff lore. <laughs> Once again, if you want, if I you mean, want to hear if Jeff we read... call the movie "The Silence of the Horses" and we make it a parody, can we get away with that? Yes, they already oh, made course, a Silence of the Lambs parody. Okay, oh great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we totally do that. What's it called? Hey, right, Dom there we go. Oh man, I miss Dom DeLuise. Who's hilarious? Wait, there's one called Official Silence of the Lambs Parody, a 2010 film by Gary Dina Arant. Oh, is that a porno? Uh, probably. 
I mean, it's got Cagney, Cagney, Lynn Carter, Tanya Tate, Isis Taylor, and Alexa Nicole. Yep. It is. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. I I recognize recognize two or three of those names. I know what they are. Yeah. Yeah, That's definitely a porn parody. Would you guys like to hear some of the dialogue from this porn parody? Yes. From Clarice Uh, Starling. Now, you won't be allowed to eat her. That would breach our agreement. Hannibal Lecter. How will you define eating? Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it's just, never mind, it's the same quote twice. I was like, oh, here's the other one. Nope, it's the exact same one repeated. Oh, my God. Um, I wasn't really trying to look up the porn parody. There was just another one with... Um, Fuck, what's his that's uh Dom Deloise shit. Somebody else help me out in the chat. So no, no, no that, that one's called Silence of the Hams. Oh, thank you. That's what it is. Okay, yeah, that's what it that was. one's yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's called Silence of the Hams. Because I remember watching it as a kid and I was like, this is hilarious. God, that was funny. Right. I'm dude, I'm, I'm so missing that guy. He was of the horses. <laughs> yeah. We'll put Dion in like a blonde like wig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if blonde's my color, though. <laughs> it's got to be for that movie. It's Okay, we'll put it... It's got to be like a Jodie Foster haircut wig from that movie. That's what it has oh to be. <laughs> listen, listen. Just give him a high top plate to be fine. <laughs> Dude, here we go. Uh, hold on. Dion, you're down to wear a blonde wig, right? Can you guys imagine Dion with this fucking wig in the movie? I would love it. I think we'd make a million dollars in the first hour. <laughs> oh god. Jesse, what do you think of Dion this week? Oh my god. Also, tomorrow is National Vagina Appreciation Day. Carl, please appreciate my vagina tomorrow. How many times? All of them. All right, cool. Okay, easy. Damn. <laughs> it won't be, don't worry. No one cares. Hey. Hey. Now that I know that makes you uncomfortable, I will regale you with my sex stories as Buffalo Jeff. Oh my god. There you go. So Dion, I took her in the living room. And we're together in the living room by the couch. (laughs) See? Oh, that's weird. Oh, it is. That's just yeah, it's like I don't I don't want to know these things anyways. Yeah, I was saying I've watched too much shit on investigation discovery. It's starting to hit a little too close to home now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking about hitting too close to home, our friend the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo says, also, O.J. Simpson gave LeBron James advice on decision-making about a knife incident. What? (laughs) Allegedly. God damn it, he was acquitted by a jury of his peers. (laughs) We need need that entourage show with with, with O.J. Simpson real bad. I concur. Juice wouldn't do that. That just needs to be a shirt. Juice wouldn't do that. Kendo, that's your fucking phrase. <laughs> what if? What if he was? To, what, what you know? Like uh, some of these conventions might get desperate to pe- to bring people in. What if they bring him in? Uh I guess we would be getting OJ Simpson to sign our copies of the Naked Gun. Yes. Yeah. If we were going to work a convention and OJ Simpson was going to be there, my ass is going to be there with my copy of the Naked Gun trilogy and be like, Juice, I love your work in this movie. Will you please sign this for me? And can I get a picture? He, he was also in uh, Towering, Inf- Towering Inferno. I would say, uh, OJ, can we take you out for steaks and alcohol? 
<laughs> and yeah. tell us stories. I think uh, I'd even yeah, start the I'm dinner. Sure with, that guy's full of them. I'd, I'll start the dinner with. So we're not here to judge you. We just want to hear crazy shit, and we'll we'll keep buying until we're st- we're not entertained anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just lay it out like that. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that would be that would be like the most memorable night ever. It could get more memorable, Dion. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't going to do Buffalo Jeff. I was going to make a joke about uh, killing somebody with gloves on. <laughs> I mean, I can only have... There can only be one killer in the room. Either OJ or Buffalo Jeff. One of the two. Right, right. They can't coexist. <laughs> oh, Mitch, oh, we should probably keep you... them in our movie, too. Oh, yeah. Our WCBS short film. Juice wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like Miss Ninja I mean, Julian's comment. If the glove doesn't fit, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, i mean he tried Jeff, to put it on and it didn't go on what do you what do you expect to take your medicine like yeah, <laughs> yeah well yeah to take his arthritis medicine he did he, look i saw the documentary i know what happened <laughs> oh clearly now now hold on hold on did you watch the documentary or the reenactment with cuba gooding jr i saw them both twice over oh damn. i like that one Oh. The, the OJ Made in America documentary, while being incredibly long, is actually very good. And uh, yes, the People versus OJ Simpson is also very good. I don't buy Cuba Gooding Jr.'s OJ Simpson because Cuba Gooding Jr. is only like like five ten and one hundred and eighty pounds. OJ yeah. Simpson was six and and two and, running and, back. and and you know Cuba also has a horrible drinking problem, but you know that's here nor there. That's. Yes, that is neither here nor I would say in the grand scheme of crimes involved in the people we're talking about, I think that's <laughs> low on the list. <laughs> oh, Kenda, your love of OJ will never not amuse me. <laughs> Can I say I respect the decisions of courts? <laughs> we all do. Political heaven, motherfucker. DLJ Screwjob says. Which would you offer to be the big show? I mean, Captain Insano's water boy and admit how old you were and when you would do so. I don't want to be the big show or Captain Insano's water boy. Would you guys? No. no. You know what you do? You'd carry a proton pack full of water when he gets thirsty and you have to fill that shit up multiple times a day. It's like beating a horse. Well, I don't know. Nowadays, he just does commentary for AEW Dark, so I can't think you'd have to, you know, give him that much water. Just a bathtub full. Yeah. Just uh. Oh, and you know what you do is you get one of those big old metal like fucking trough things that they got, and you just fill it with water, and then you just get him one of those really long crazy straws. <laughs> right, here, here, here you go, Mister Show. <laughs> Does anyone know what happened to his Netflix show? Did he get like three more seasons, or is it, or is it done? It got canceled. Okay, good, good, good. What do you guys think about all this WWE firings? It's fucking crazy, absolutely crazy. Yeah, that's the, the, that, that that's go are incredibly stupid, man. Yeah, yeah. I I, th- I, th- I thought it was odd. I was like, why why would they do this? I guess because is Peacock fucking them really bad, or what? What's going on? No, every year at this time, WWE lets a bunch of people go. Um, last year, it 
was a longer list because they had the whole idea of claiming that because of COVID and everything and everything being shut down, they had to be cost cutting stuff. And it was a lot of road agents and behind the scenes people. And that was under the guise of, well, we don't really need them right now, but once we start back up, we can always hire all these people back. And there's usually a bunch of wrestlers that are future endeavored that they don't really have anything for. They've run their course. They're just not able to use them. Uh, and occasionally you get a name on there and you're like, Oh wow, that sucks. This year they fucking let it off with Samoa Joe, and you're just like, oh damn, oh wow, they got rid of somebody they could do a lot with. All right. After that, he stood in the fucking rain, announcing. Jeez. Oh, Jeez. Yeah. But it's okay. The AEW All Elite memes were on point. Samoa Joey is coming to, or is going to be All Elite. I was happy about that. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know who's gonna crap the, shit the bed first, but my guess is AEW because what are they doing that's actually like unique? Didn't they just bring back a bunch of classic dudes again? Yeah, uh, Christian joined. Yeah, and then um, I mean they're doing MGF and Jericho are finally feuding right now, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, um, and yeah, everybody's in a faction. They've got lots of factions on their show. It's faction um, central. But some of them yeah. are good. Some of them are. Um, it's they're 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 idling. I, I'm just, I'll say that they're idling right now. They got some good yeah. stuff and some shit you just don't give a shit about. Yes, every uh, every match after it's over has has a schmaz at the end of it. So like, yeah, a match will end and then no matter what, there's always people running out to get into a brawl. Uh, the young bucks are on there and they suck. And uh, that's about it. Hey, Kendo, would you humor me for a minute? Yeah. Would you briefly explain to the audience what the kennel from Hell match was? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, <laughs> it was Big Boss Man and what? It was Big Boss Man and who else? What an Undertaker? Al Snow. Was, Al Snow. That's right. So what had happened was. Um, Big Show and Al Snow were feuding, and in order to really ram home the fact that Big Show or Big Show, Big Boss Man, Big Boss Man was an asshole, uh, <laughs> Al Snow had this little doggy that he loved named Pepper, and Big Boss Man wanted to make things up to him and tell him that everything's gonna be okay, water under the fridge, we're all friends here, and he made Al Snow a really nice dinner. And at the end of said dinner, Pepper had been missing for a while. Somebody had stolen said doggy. Uh, Big Boss Man revealed to Al Snow that he had actually killed the dog and fed it to him. So Al Snow had ate his dog. This escalated <laughs> the feud. And the only way it could be paid off was in a kennel from hell match. Now, this kennel from hell match was a two cage structure. There was the outside cage that went around like the ringside area. And then there was the cage inside of it. And they had a bunch of like vicious dogs. Uh, in in between in between the cages to to keep the participants inside, so you you couldn't get out and escape. You you, you could have been killed by a Doberman, and uh, the dogs clearly did not cooperate while this was going on. They were pissing on the floor, shitting on the floor, humping each other, just laying around. You had no idea or care what was going on inside said ring, and uh, nobody really remembers what happened in that match. They just remember the dogs. And it was a disaster of epic proportions. But it's okay because Big Boss Man got his because one day the Undertaker hanged him from the top of a cell in the cell at WrestleMania. 
Yep. <laughs> Wrestling. Yep. Oh, God. Something weird. something Peacock will probably remove soon. Do you guys want to watch something <laughs> that Peacock and... will remove relatively soon? Yep. Yeah. Is it is it the big boss man stealing uh the big show's dad's coffin? Yeah. Close. My daddy, my daddy. Talking <laughs> about your poor dead daddy. He ain't coming back. Now, folks, even if you don't like wrestling, just listen to this. This is the most brutal thing ever written on paper. Sympathy card for disingenuous. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here it goes. Now watch as he drops the card because the yeah. letters are, have no tracks. No grip. Shut up and listen to me. Yes, sir. <laughs> Did you ever like the big boss, man? I hated yeah. him, but then I knew I loved him because I was like, God, he's such a great bad guy. But I fucking hated the big boss man. See, I remember Blue Cobb County, Georgia, big boss man when he first showed up in like the late '80s. A uh, friend of Hogan, big boss man. I love that big boss man because he would show up and beat up the bad guys. And you know, I was a young, impressionable child. I didn't realize that you know this was all for show, and I thought that he was actually a real cop that. Spend his time on the weekends beating up the bad wrestlers to dole out justice. That's right. With the yellow fucking shoulder patch and all. <laughs> and his yep. brother. So there's a little more. With the deepest regrets and tears that are soaked, I'm sorry to hear your dad finally croaked. Jeez. <laughs> God damn. He lived a full life on his own terms. Soon he'll be buried and eaten by worms. <laughs> but if I could have a son as stupid as you, I'd have wished for cancer so I would die too. God. <laughs> oh my God. God. damn. Shit. That's real. Oh, Wrestling, baby. Oh, uh, man. You miss you, big boy. God, Ray Trailer was a very good wrestler, though. I mean, he for a big man, he could move around really well. For the first part of his career, then it just kind of yes. caught up with him. It was old. Uh, uh, people in the chat are liking that bird. Damn, that spicy. Jesus is Nate G with the best super chat of the night. Uh, Primer, uh, hologram, nunchuck. Lots of people love that Dude. one. Dude, he'll, he'll, he'll big boss man in the all black during that period of time in, in the early 2000s. I mean, he was an amazing heel. The shit, that, like I said, Killing the guy's dog and feeding it to him, fucking the shit he did, you know, harassing Big Ball or uh, Big Show about his dad's death. Who, which I don't know if his dad had died a long time before that or was still alive. This was all storyline stuff, and then you know, stealing his dad's coffin, that. stealing his dad's coffin from the funeral. If you ever want to hear a funny story, listen to Bruce Pritchard talk about how they had to set that up, and there was actually people there in mourning to go to their actually, you know, loved ones' grave sites while this is all going on around them, oh, and. uh yeah, dude, fucking big boss, man. R.I.P. that big, guy. Big show in a at a funeral in a giant leather fucking jacket. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, so, folks, we won't watch all of it because we're not trying to get a copyright claim. That's why we can't use one of our Mortal Kombat buttons anymore. But uh, so the big boss, here's the big show. <laughs> this product of the late 90s, a.k.a. this massive leather jacket. How many cows do you think were killed for this coat? At least 17. Uh, I was going to say 46. I feel like there's enough cow there to make a Big Mac or two. But we got 
the big show at his own father's funeral, and the big boss man appears. In the Blues Brothers car. Yep. Correct. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I forgot about that. I'm having <laughs> so folks this is where it gets pretty amazing that overly large comical fucking cartoon bullhorn on the top of the car is what makes it so good yeah so yeah i can't i can't believe it was the, the yeah the blue the blues brothers car i was just ah, man so the big show gets angry it's <laughs> him with that car yeah, and so the big boss man is over there scheming while the big show's in pain. I'm going to make him a drag queen right here. So, folks, as you can see, uh, the big boss man's an asshole. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah, there goes his poor dead daddy. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine if you will. You are an individual that is a hundred percent completely unaware of the wrestling industry. And you happen to be at the cemetery that day to pay respects to mom, dad, brother, whoever. And you're sitting there solemnly staring at their headstone, and out of the back behind you, you start hearing some guy. Yelling at some guy through a fucking giant bullhorn on a cop car about his dead dad. And then you <laughs> look back just in time to see the coffin dragging away with the guy, you know, laying surfing on top of it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it used to be crazy back in the day. Uh, <laughs> get the yeah. picture useless. Yes. Uh, that's why he's so useless. He got uh, left out of the video game that year. You, do you know the real reason why, Dion? Mm -mm. The Big Show was too fat, so they sent him to OVW to lose weight, and they cut him out of the game. Oh, oh my I god! That. Yeah, I completely forgot. Yeah, because Vince said he'd been on him about his weight for fucking years. I forgot. Well, he he, he, he lost it recently. What, what was it? Because of like DDP yoga or something? I think. Yeah, he just lost it naturally. Okay, yeah, yeah, because because I remember I remember like over the last couple of years, like he lost a bunch of it. I was like, oh, good for you, man. So, oh no, our stream might be temporarily blocked from that. Or, well, we had fun with it, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah that was worth it. So, uh, Canadian Spider Man says a humble con contribution. Have you seen Amazon's Wayne? I have not seen Amazon's Wayne. First off, Canadian Spider-Man, thank you very much. Have you guys seen Amazon's Wayne? Nope. Nope. I, I did mm -hmm. watch Amazon, Amazon's, Amazon's Sound of Metal last night, the Riz Ahmed movie. Ooh, okay. That fucking sucked. Really? <laughs> I thought it was going to be an amazing movie like The Wrestler. Remember how The Wrestler, you watched Randy the Ram Robinson lose out on the only thing that he either could make money from or love or cared about and you're watching this guy basically you his body's deteriorating he has to give it up and if he wrestles one more match he's gonna die you know how that story goes you're really invested this story is of, of a man reuben stone who is a heavy metal drummer and you watch him for one day 
they have a nice normal life or his normal life, and then he goes deaf. And the movie was oh, like, the one wait, hold on, the one about the Indian guy, I guess, who's gone, who, who yeah, loses hearing. Yeah, I okay. thought this movie was gonna be <laughs> some like really interesting piece about what it means for an artist to lose their only ability, this, that, and the other. This movie was like four movies all at once, and they all sucked. Like, oh, after thank you for telling me that. Dude, after he loses his hearing, he uh, he goes to this doctor, and the doctor tries to explain to him, uh, you know, oh, we can get a cochlear implant. And he's like, or maybe it's a different kind of implant. Long story short, he's like, oh, I'll get it. I'll find the money. I'll find the way. I'll find the way. And so, like, it's about him going to, like, get the money, but then it's, like, him living in a, a community for deaf people. Then it's about him going to France. Then it's about him. Like, it's, like, what all these different movies at once. And I, I was so disappointed with it. I wanted to like, you know, I wanted to get into it. I was like, man, this is going to be cool. I love this shit. You know, heavy metal, sweet. This will be interesting to see a story like this. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, thanks for no, no, th- thank you for telling me that because I, yeah, I was going to watch it at some point as well, but now I won't. Read the Wikipedia page. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. It, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that's more compelling than than the movie. Probably. All right. Now, if it, we uh, couldn't think of a name, we did read yours about the Mortal Kombat with George Bush. Thank you very much. TLJ Screwjob says, okay, okay, guys, pick one of the three Rock Austin matches. The other two never happened. And why pick that one? Kendo, Dion, one of you want to go first, or should I try to jump in first? You guys want to think about it? I'll go first. I mean, I'll go. I can, I can go first. Oh, Dion goes. Go, go ahead. All right. Dion, Kendo, then uh, okay. I'll go. If, if I got to pick one. And the other two don't exist. I gotta go with seventeen. I, you know, even though the ending pisses me off, that's just such a great goddamn match. Then the build, the promo, it's the true main event. I, I gotta go where I can. Austin. Seventeen. Do. I'm gonna take the first one uh, specifically because of the one. While well, seventeen was a great match, that ending was fucking terrible. Having. Steve Austin switch heel and align himself with McMahon afterwards could live without it. So I'll just take the first one. Part of me wants to take the third one just to play devil's advocate. But I don't, but that's my least favorite of all three of them. I think 17 is the best one. And I think 15 is a better match. It's, you know, when like, um, for example, Avengers Infinity War, you know how it really takes, or sorry, Endgame, how it takes its time to like pat itself on the back with the credits and you get the autographs and all that shit and it just feels really elaborate. That's what Rock Austin at 19 feels like to me. It's They know it's it. They know it's the end of the Rock's career. They assume now that it's the end of Stone Cold's career. Like every, It's not about anyone phoning it in. It just everyone kind of, the guys knew what it was and it wasn't as vicious or whatever as it could have been. It was just like, Eh, this is it, man. Let's just take our bow together instead of, you know, put you down like The Rock should have. But I'll go with two. Uh, what do you say, Nick? Do you have an opinion on any of this? Not really. I mean, I, I you know, I love all those matches. I haven't seen them in forever, so I, I can't really remember them all that well. So, so thank you, TLJ Screwjob. He also sent another super chat that said, uh, mentioned the art lean scene during the watch party. So mine would be Elm Street 1. The ceiling scene, gurgling sound in said scene, nightmares for weeks. <laughs> you should watch the Never Sleep Again documentary because they go into like, I think they go into like a 20 minute yeah. rant about how they did that effect and how like 
they almost electrocuted themselves and like killed the like, killed a couple of like, sun people. Like it was brutal the way the way that effect went down. Yeah, I Nightmare on Elm Street scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid, even though I had never seen the movie. Freddy Krueger and the concept of it alone was enough <clears> to just give me nightmares. Yeah. And then see the boxes at the video store when he was like eating Rosanna Arquette. I was like, oh shit, that looks scary. Mm-hmm. And then I watched. Oh him, yeah, like, funny. Oh yeah. Uh, Hills Mallory says Beetlejuice traumatized me of the scene where the th- uh, receptionist references suicide successes are doomed serving as she was. I remember that. Yeah, they serve as the uh, civil servants on the in the afterlife. Beetlejuice has some really dark moments. I think this stuff never creeped me out as a kid. You, I mean, I didn't understand what that meant as a little child. But Beetlejuice is the only Tim Burton movie that made me interested in that weird macabre darkness that usually is associated with his work. Uh, whoever designed it on top of that uh, did a great job. Man, I love that movie. You guys ever find Beetlejuice creepy or you just love it? I just loved it. I, don't, I, mean, I just yeah. loved it. The thing, the thing at the dinner would freak mm-hmm. me out, but the rest of it, I just fucking, I just loved it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it's just, it's Michael Keaton being Michael Keaton for, you know, 90 minutes. So what's, what's not to like? It's basically, it's basically if Michael Keaton was Joker, yeah, Joker instead of Batman, that's, that's how he would be. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Uh, I was reading one of our super chats uh, preemptively getting something lined up. This one is going to be fun when we get to it. So we have one more and then we're there. Oh, no, it's the next one from the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo. I like this listener quite a bit. You heard of Cocaine Bear. Now look up Meth Gator. Wait, what? Yes, Meth Gator. I looked it up. <laughs> no, I don't know if this <clears throat> is if there's one specific Meth Gator but I'm finding out about meth gators in general. So would you guys like to learn about meth gators together? Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, no, no, yeah, wait, wait. First of all, first of all, <clears throat> there was only one cocaine bear. Now you're saying meth gators is in plural. This is, this is kind of some, some like Florida man shit, isn't it? Well, it's from your neck of the woods, Tennessee, Nick. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> A police department in Laredo, Tennessee is asking residents to refrain from flushing drugs such as methamphetamines down the toilet to prevent meth gators. <laughs> okay. In a Facebook oh, post, God. the Laredo Police Department wrote that on Saturday, officers executed a search warrant on a home and discovered the occupants trying to flush meth and drug paraphernalia down his toilet. Although the suspect was unsuccessful, the officers used the incident to remind residents of the harm drugs can cause on the environment. Please, folks, don't flush your drugs, okay? Our sewer guys take great pride in releasing water that is cleaner than what it was in the creek, but they're not really prepared for meth. Post read. Ducks, geese, and other fowl frequent our treatment ponds that we shudder to think that will happen to them. What would meth do to them if they all got hopped up? The post warns that meth could make its way into Shoal Creek down the Tennessee River in North Alabama into the bo- the bodies of alligators. Furthermore, it's furthermore if it made it far enough, we could create meth gators in Shoal Creek and the Tennessee River down the North Alabama. Police wrote they've had enough melted they had enough messed up animals in the past few weeks without our help. So if you need to dispose of your drugs, just give us a call and we will make sure they are disposed of in the proper way. Oh Jesus! That is some. That is, That's got to that be is a some sci-fi shit. at some point. That is, that is some. Yeah, yeah. Get get Roger Corman on the phone, and he'll do he'll do it tomorrow. Speaking of which, 
Jeff, I need. I would like to meet. I would like you to work something out where I can meet Roger Corman before he dies. I will. I will start right the now. The man's the man's ninety six. So you know, if you could. Nothing is guaranteed. So let's let's get that working on now. <laughs> Work swiftly. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I mean, this is some Tennessee shit because um, the, the <laughs> meth gators. They're. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's it, it's dumb. <laughs> this is this this is. I I, I remember hearing I, I remember hearing the um, they were gonna make like a a, a Lord of, a little Lord of the Rings town um, near East Tennessee or Middle Tennessee somewhere, and the town they were gonna build it in got mad because they're like, oh, we we don't want we don't want strangers coming into our town and tourists and things. I'm like, it's money. Why are you angry at money? Why 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 would why would do not like? And they were going to build like the whole Lord of the Rings town there. But for some reason, the locals were like, "No, we don't. We don't want outsiders." I'm like, "It's 2021. Get the fuck over it." Bunch of dummies. I too want to see Kenda wrestle on Meth Gator. That would be good. I hey mean, folks, you know, is, is it a working me? Gator? Uh it's a it's a shoot Gator. Ah, uh, that might not go so good. <laughs> Just bring your shotgun, folks. Uh, do <laughs> us a favor. Then it'll be a real shoot match. Yeah. Uh, pitch us your best Meth Gator film. Uh, nothing is off limits, so give us your best. Now, I couldn't get away from National Vagina Day. Uh, oh, my just, God. Is it... Are you guys ready for this for just a second? Oh, jeez. April 23rd is Vagina Appreciation Day because, of course it is. And Anovera, the unapologetic birth control that goes in your vagina, and me, the unapologetic Anovera user, would like to unapologetically invite you to celebrate Vagina Appreciation Day. Uh, I'm Whitney, done. Whitney Cummings, really? <clears throat> I just want Methgate versus. That was like an episode of Slut Ever I watched. <laughs> You still love her. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Whitney Cummings? No, Slut Ever Girl. Oh God. Yeah, the chick from Slut Ever. No, there oh, was yeah. an episode where she went to like some kind of like vagina camp or something like that, where she learned how to channel like her energies and stuff like that through her vagina or something like that. I don't know. I was just watching it because <laughs> I was interested in what she had to say. I'm sure. <laughs> sure, Kendo. Toss another one. I mean, I can go through the catalog. I think I've got them all in the DR. Dion, do you think Lena Dunham celebrates National uh, Vagina Appreciation Day? You fucking know she does. No, no, no. She she celebrates the, the day afterwards, uh, Muff Crumb Day. <laughs> oh, God. It's the messiest day of the year. Why yeah, because she, yeah, 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 but she, she's so depressed on Vagina Day. She eats a pound cake and then, like, all the crumbs go, you know, there. So she has to clean them out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Or they become mold. Oh, she is Dion's little pound cake. <laughs> hey, Dion, did you ever see the photo of her trying to sexually assault Brad Pitt? Uh, no, can't say I did. Oh, dude, you got to see it. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I got to see it. Oh, dude, you'll laugh your ass off. Um, so she was in the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last year with Brad Pitt and a million other actors, and she felt very out of place. And so on the red carpet, uh, <laughs> this happens. Tell me this isn't one of the most awkward photos you've seen in a while, guys. Uh, this is old, too. 
Why is it? There it goes. Eesh. Look at Leo. He can't, he can't even look at his friend. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I tried. She's just <laughs> such a pick me. Yeah, she is. Yes, she is. She's just such a pick me. Like, stop trying so fucking hard. Yeah, she is, dude. Oh, god my God. Damn. So. Well, even, even, even during that, yeah. even during that little dinner she had her that where she, where she was like sitting with the table with the football player and she made them, she made this whole thing up in her head about like what he was thinking about. It's like. Who the hell are you? And you need to yeah. take some more Zoloft. Odell OBJ. She was just like obsessed with him. Yeah. Everyone's like, you're weirdly sexualizing him in this in this bullshit. And she had like this. Yeah, she office, just wanted like, to poop on his chest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rolling brown up. You know? But it's like, yo, you should stop Gross, being Nick. such a pick. <laughs> yeah, that was disgusting. <laughs> That's why it's perfect for our show. Yes. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo says penis day is on the 4th of September. Also, please watch your movie sucks reviews of Megan is missing. It's beautiful. Oh God. Uh, I haven't, I'll check out a review of Megan is missing. It's a movie I haven't thought about in years. That was like one of my early Netflix views. <coughs> yeah. I remember watching it. It, cre- it. it just creeped me the fuck out. I was like, Nope, never again. <laughs> Xenomorph Skullhunter says Chuck Norris refers to Buffalo Jeff as Sir. What? Oh, fuck yeah. What? I like that a lot. You know, Xenomorph Skullhunter, uh, that goes into the lore. Officially, Buffalo Jeff. So let me take a picture of that. Boom. Done. The Stunning and Brave Paisley Hidalgo, thank you very much, says another review of Megan is Missing I recommend is by Weasel Batches. Cool. I'll take a screenshot of that one too. <laughs> I got some uh, drawing to do. Maybe I'll listen to a couple reviews of that. I've been getting caught up on the Angry Video Game Nerd again, Kendo. Good. He's uh, what was it? I watched Dark Man. That was pretty fucking funny. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Dark that Man. Was a very, very good episode. <laughs> oh, did you guys hear Shock G from um, Digital Underground died? The Humpty Dance Group. Oh. Oh God. Yeah. No. Not Humpty. They call him Humpty. Yeah. Uh, he was 57 years old. So Shock G, famous for Digital Underground's hit The Humpty Dance and his work with Tupac Shakur, is dead. The rap legend was found Thursday in a hotel room in Tampa, according to his father. We're told the cause of death is unclear, but there are no signs of trauma. Shock's father says authorities will conduct an autopsy. That's rough, man. Yeah. Got him in his fake nose. That guy was uh, very memorable. Wasn't he in a movie with uh, Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd? Yes, nothing but trouble. Thank you. Yeah, that movie is, that movie is stupid and awful, and it's just terrible in every sense of the word. But I fucking mm. love it. Yeah, it's yeah. I've seen it a couple of times. I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. It, nobody, no, I don't think anybody had any idea what was going on. If you ever, I think I'm trying to remember what where I saw it, but I saw somebody do a review on it once, and I was like. Holy shit! Somebody actually took the time to review this movie. I bet they think it's. I think. I bet they think it's a disaster, and they did because it is. But it's still a fun watch. <laughs> I'm just looking at pictures of the digital underground Humpty Dance. That fucking fake nose, man. Oh. It's too ridiculously funny. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I called you a fat. Look, I'm skinny. 
That is such a dumb song in hindsight, but I love it. It's so bad, yeah. but it's so fun. Yeah. Uh, Humpty Davis Dance. and Butthead did it one time. They did the hump. Yeah, the, the one of the videos that came on uh, that they were riffing on was the Humpty Dance. That's how I learned about it. Oh. Uh, better cultural living through Beavis and Butthead. Yes. Joseph Bianwich says, set a spaghetti western. Buffalo Jeff rides into town with his pet meth gator in tow. <laughs> Buffalo Jeff has a pet meth gator now. Oh. <laughs> okay. Or at least... I can't think oh, the gators yeah. go that quick. Oh, dude. When Buffalo Jeff kidnaps Dion... You remember that scene uh, with Hannibal Lecter when he makes Ray Liotta eat his own brain? Yes. Yeah. It'll just be Buffalo Jeff making Dion eat a horse. <laughs> he, just, he brings him Taco Bell. He's like, this probably tastes different than you're used to. No, nah, it probably <laughs> tastes the same if it's Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, Runs with Phantom says, Meth Gator v. Peasel, Dawn of Sadism. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah dude Anna is so uncomfortable by the or made uncomfortable by the Buffalo Jeff voice so now Buffalo Jeff makes everyone uncomfortable on every show I'm on <laughs> not me yeah I've, I've heard her when you do it she just like cringes in her chair she's like oh god <laughs> when we hang out to uh, do the, uh, the painting trade and all that stuff because, yeah, folks, I'm going to get the uh, original painting for the cover of the comic book. Uh, that was part of the agreement. So, yeah, I, I guess we didn't announce this enough. But, yeah, Anna is partner in this campaign. So, yes, uh, you can get Anna in the bikini magnet, but Anna also gets a cut. So, buy away. <laughs> uh, but, no, uh, I like to talk about Peacel and the Buffalo Jeff voice on the High Council. So, folks, send those messages in. It'll make Anna cringe. I'm a good friend, right? <laughs> Joseph Bianowicz says, it's over, Anakin. My vagina has the high ground. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Okay, indeed. Doug Keller says, Nick, which horror franchise would you love to write a screenplay for? <sighs> mm, uh, probably Nightmare on Elm Street and also Friday the 13th. So uh, I... Yeah, I have. I actually have an idea for Nightmare on Elm Street uh, that I've had. I've had like it's always been in the back of my mind for a while. And then Friday Thirteenth would just be fun because I mean it's killing kids in a camp. I mean, how can you do that wrong? And how can you make that suck? It's really easy. What about you, Dion and Kendo? If you guys could, it doesn't have to be horror, but if you could do that in any uh, genre film you like, what would you do a screenplay for? I think I I I do um, sci-fi action. I, I think it's just you know obviously it's been proven that that is a lost art now. I I I do what should have been done as far back as episode two Attack of the Clones. I would just make Lethal Weapon in space. Nice. I'd love that. Mm. Kendo. Let's see what has it been done to death everything um if i had to pick something it's like you get to write a script for any movie you want to make any genre anything 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 i think i'd make a western Ooh, nice 
because the Western is a dying art, but when it's good, it is awesome. Oh, definitely. I'd like to make a James Bond movie where he's the bad guy. That's the one I really want to make. Oh, a Bond movie from the Soviet perspective? <laughs> you know, I would like to see James Bond. Basically, I would I would write the most political James Bond movie ever. Because I'm like, oh, leave politics out of entertainment. Not this time because he's a spy. He works for the government. Everything Bond does is a political move. I would want to see one where Bond is... Whatever the British government is doing is opposed to the rest of the world. I don't know why I'd have to figure this out and piece it together, but I would just like James Bond to be just as you know, forced into being the bad guy for some kind of thing. It'd be an interesting uh, movie to make where Bond is, is he going to do what's right for queen and country? And what, what will he, how will he deal with it afterwards? I think that'd be a fun movie to make. So <laughs> I think Xenomorph Skullhunter wants to get in on this game too. Meth Gator versus Sharknado. There you go. <laughs> don't don't tell it to sci-fi. Don't tell it to sci-fi. We'll get eight oh, more Sharknado movies. Uh-huh. They ain't scared of no bitch. God. I would like to see this movie get made. It's a crossover, and it would probably be really expensive, but I would really love to see this. I think you guys would like it, too. Godzilla just takes on the, king, the Disney kingdom right there. That would be amazing. <laughs> it's just fucking... Intercut shots of him stepping on Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald, Daisy, Doofy, whoever else sounds with a D. And then all like the Disney kids like Hannah Montana and Zach Efron and Miley Cyrus. Well, that is that is Hannah Montana shit. Uh yeah. you know, <laughs> destroys the Magic Kingdom piece by piece. It's just got and then it ends with Godzilla taking a big old shit. No, well, no, no. What, what he does is what he does is that he he goes he goes from Disney location to Disney location around the world and only destroys those locations. That's it. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> people, I was just reading the chat right now. The comments people really like the these <laughs> Meth Gator movies. Uh, so uh, to our friend Doug Keller and Ninja Lawyer Steve and everyone out there that likes to make photoshops. Could you guys please make us meth gator stuff for next week? Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. I want somebody to make us a shirt that just says meth gator, the animated series. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. Uh, Earlier, I had to go to the store to grab a couple things. Uh And I got the Godzilla, the animated series DVD complete thing for like 10 bucks. Oh, nice. The uh, 70s or the 90s? I think it's the 90s, but I didn't really look that close. I was like, Godzilla, the complete animated series, $10. I'm in. Oh, okay. Yeah, send me a picture later. Does it look like the Matthew Broderick one? Uh, let me go grab it real quick. Okay. What did you guys think of the Shang-Chi trailer before uh, we close out the show tonight? No, I have not looked at it. I, I've, I've heard a bunch of shit, so now I definitely want to check it out. To see if it's is is what people are saying, but that's on my list of shit to do. Uh, yeah, I watched a couple times, but it's you know it's okay. Like fourth fourth wave Marvel, I'm not a fan of as I said before, so I'm not I'm not gonna give it give it my time. It is the '90s one. Okay, cool. That one was fun. Fox Kids, yeah, the Fox yeah. Kids. Yeah, back when Fox Kids was good. Includes all forty action packed episodes. All right. Oh, 40. Yeah, the entire 40 episode series is available together for the first time, including two unaired episodes. Ooh. 
Now, Joseph Bienowicz has a, a movie versus that I like. Alien versus Predator versus Meth Gator versus Cocaine Bear. Hmm. <laughs> I think we're going to have the first monster film versus movie where there are no humans. I think it just needs to be Alien. Yeah, because like, yeah, 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 like, all, all this is going to be blood and attacks and like no, no dialogue. It's just going to be action. Motherfucker. What? I just full circled this thing. After helping take down Godzilla, biologist Dr. Nick Tatapoulos, voiced by Ian Ziering, who is Ian, Ian's, Ian Ziering, you say? The star of the Sharknado movies. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to start watching these tomorrow night. I've never watched it. Fucking A. I love Godzilla shit. It's fun. Um, trying to get a picture of it to show the audience because not everything from the Matthew Broderick movie sucked. This cartoon was okay. Yeah, and also that 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 Puff Daddy video is awesome. I thought I yeah. told you that we won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. That's what it looks like. Yep. I know we've discussed this many times on air, Nick, but I just love the Men in Black cartoon. I just had dude. I, I, oh my god, it's, it's, it, it was, it was one of the best things that happened from that series because you had so much depth in the story that came after that in in each episode. It's, it's amazing. I like that's that, that's 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 one that's that's one franchise I would love to contribute to and to make a, a movie out of or a TV show out of real badly because there's so much there's so much you can do with it and the fact that um, these guys fucked it up is like retarded like you 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 could pull any you could pull any episode from the cartoon and make that into a movie like they're they're that good they're they were that well written for kids and adults and the fact yeah, that I, you made the, the, the fact that they made fucking men back international god damn it was just retarded god, like you had so, so much material to pull from you know it's it's dumb and like i i would love to, i would love to make fuck, any anything in the men in black universe would be so much fun well the thing with the men in black cartoon it was nice to see a continuation of the show that didn't suck. Because you remember, like, with Godzilla, you get some characters or random characters, no characters from the show. But this is Agent J and K. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the movie wasn't necessarily a kid's movie. It was kind of like an all-ages movie. Maybe it skewed a little younger, but I wouldn't call it, like, a kid's movie. No, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was definitely an all-ages movie for sure. Yeah. But the Men in Black cartoon really capitalized... And there are moments of it when it's like scary, violent, mm-hmm. uh, it has great suspense. Mm-hmm. It really is not to sound too hyperbolic, but it's kind of the best of what you can do with a kid's cartoon that you want to make appeal to adults. It just right. kind of had everything. It was really a good show. It went on for four seasons. It had a good amount of episodes. Like, I think I, I, I got one from Selling the High Seas. Uh, I think I give it, I've given it to you guys. If not, I will give it to you again. Um, it has most of them in there. I think it's missing like two episodes. Nick's going to give it to you. Don't give it to you. Um, but that's that's one I would kill for a DVD box set of. Just a DVD box set. If they ever came out with one, like it's 60 bucks, fine, whatever. Take my money. I want it. But it's never going to happen. I, 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 would, I would gladly pay for it. Full price, whatever. I, I want it. Every, every single episode. None of this like, oh, best of. No, every single episode. Don't give me commentaries. Don't give me trailers, whatever. Just the episodes. I forgot uh, L was in the Men in Black cartoon. Yeah, she just uh, she's basically just a scientist uh, that works with uh, Yank and Bob like the whole time. 
Wee Mac and Bob. I love yep. them so yep. much. The stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo says, an Inception on Elm Street is the crossover I want. Oh, oh shit. Holy shit, that's amazing. Jeez. Xenomorph Skullhunter asks, does Godzilla kill Kathleen Kennedy in this movie? Uh, no. I mean, that's, that's the quickest way to get her fired if Godzilla will eat her. So No, she she morphs into Mecha Kennedy, so it's kind of like the Mecha Streisand from uh, yeah. South Park. <laughs> Kathleen, <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> yeah, they just beat the shit out of each other. Godzilla wins, but she's able to slink off underneath uh, uh, Spielberg's desk. <laughs> Fuck, that's harsh. Uh, Doug Keller says Nick will write the screenplay for a Cobra sequel. <laughs> that's a that, first of all. First of all, that's a high order. It's a super high order. Um, well, you're the perfect guy to get oh high. God, I would. It would. It would be one yeah. of those things where it would. It would have to be like a, a case that he missed, a cold case that like has come back to life or something, and he and he's gonna be brought brought out of you know out of retirement kind of shit. Um, that would have. They would have to be. Go, I would have to go that route. But it would be balls to the wall, blood and guts, tits and ass, like everything. You know, it would be. It, it, it would be true, like late eighties, early nineties action movie kind of thing. So hear me out. Okay. The Cobra sequel is about X. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Marion Cobretti, who goes and we basically just remake Beverly Hills Cop with him in it. So it's the movie that it was always meant to be. Right. Okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? I'm, I'm I'm down with that. I figure that's an easy one, right? The film you were meant to see in 1986. Fine, fine, fine. Ken will produce it. I'll direct it. Jeff write it, and we'll we'll, we'll make uh, we'll make Stallone's. Um, uh, trainee, uh, my black ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Dion, how does it feel that one day you'll be in a bunch of movies and people won't know your name? They'll be like, "Oh, it's my black ass." <laughs> it's my black ass guy. <laughs> I'm here to be immortalized, and I, I'm all about it. And yeah, I want to. I want. I, I, I want to make. So, I, I, I want to make so many my black ass movies in, in every genre possible. I want to make my black ass forty seven. It's like one of those candid camera movies, <laughs> a laugh track and everything. I want to make I want to make my black ass the musical. Okay. Mm. Ooh, uh, who's gonna star in it? <laughs> Dion, hey, Dion, I got yeah. a clip. I got a clip from your musical already, Dion. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's my man right there. Ray Parker Jr. Better than Junior Walker Jr. Oh God. And Sammy Davis Jr. Jr. <laughs> He's an asshole. <laughs> um, the stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo. I can't even talk anymore. I'm so tired. Uh, I want Godzilla and Pacific Rim crossover directed and written and produced by Del Toro. The only way to make it happen is if Pacific Rim 2 Uprising is declared non-canon. Well, I don't think anyone's going to hold it uh, to, in too high regard. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. in all honesty, I'm entirely okay with this. This would be the this would be an amazingly fun crossover. Here's the thing, though. It has to be like... 75% monsters and 25% people. It, it cannot skew from that ratio. I do not nope. care about the humans. Give nope. me giant robots and monsters destroying shit and fighting. That's all I want. Yes. That's all we want. Yeah. All. 
All uh, Runs with Phantom says all alien fiction will be rendered irrelevant on June 1st with the UAP files coming up. Just kidding. Probably not. Now, this is all those uh, alien things that are coming out, right? Oh, the... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah the, the, the files, because I mean, I think the government just confirmed the the newest video of, of, a, of a triangle craft that is apparently authentic so that's terrifying um but yeah it's it's happening oh my god it's so crazy like when we were growing up oh it's fake it's fake it's fake you'll never hear it blah blah, blah. now it's like yeah we got other problems to worry about let's just tell you what's up <laughs> yeah. yeah all the uh, shit that's god. going on and going wrong in this world let's go ahead and just heap some other shit on top of it there you go that's how you keep us distracted. It's like, dude, you know I remember problems we were gonna fix. Guess what? Aliens. Well, fuck, now dude. I, 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 I remember, I remember being a kid and like watching a bunch of Discovery Channel stuff and learning about who Bob, Bob Lazar was, and I was just like, what? Ooh. And like, it, it just like supercharged that for me as a kid. I'm like, he did what and where? And he's, huh? Like, it was, it was crazy. That ancient aliens guy's probably walking around with the fucking hard on the size of a, the Empire State Building for the last month since that stuff came <laughs> there's out. There's a picture. There's a picture of him and uh, fucking um, Mulder from from X Files. <laughs> Wouldn't you shit if the stuff from that stupid show was real? Or like, well, we all thought it was fake, but now we kind of have proof. Yep. <laughs> the that guy be like, I, that guy was right. I yeah. can't believe it. You know what's great though. He'll look directly in the camera and say, but the earth is round. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. So uh, I will be paying close attention to this because I like this stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to make content about it, but it's always Unless fun to read about. Make us. Yeah. Well, if the alien overlords make us. That's fine. We'll be a mouthpiece to take over earth. Right. Cool. Well, I mean, Elon Musk is going to help us out with our space laser technology, so we're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, he was he he was awarded the contract to uh, to get us to the moon a little bit faster. So, well, Elon, can you help us get to a billion dollars a little faster, brother? Uh, <laughs> correct. <laughs> yeah, tweet. Can you tweet for the next like four days about Dogecoin, please? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of going down. That that rocket to the moon is a. Uh... Well, she's sputtering, sputtering. Yeah, 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 she is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I really loved this one from uh, Xenomorph Skullhunter seventy nine. Meth Gator tweak fate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dion, do you believe in fate? Great! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> See, this is my favorite part of the show. We're at the very end, and no one cares anymore. We could just do anything <laughs> we want to do. Who's that Pokemon? It's dead. Oh, God. <laughs> the the that music was the coming back on afterwards is the best part. It's <laughs> dead. Music's not. <laughs> that, that, that took a turn. Well, we always try to keep it dark on the channel. Yeah. <laughs> Dion's favorite movie, yeah. Dark Fate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they still work after a year. Uh, Runs with Phantom says, guys, let it sink in. It's real. Still I, real I'm not. Damn it. I mean, I'm, I, I, I never said it wasn't real. So. Oh, yeah. 
I always, it's not like I was waiting for anything to happen or hoping, but I'm like, as a kid, it was so weird to think this is a giant universe. This is, we're it. So maybe we'll find out. Yeah. 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 yeah, Of course. Uh, Runs with Phantom says Jesse and my people's Jewish space lasers will save us. Oh God. Actually, from what I understand, they set the fires in California, so I don't know how that's saving us. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear about that no yeah, uh some congress person was making the claims about that i think it was was it the congresswoman nick yeah it was it, it was the one who was who, who was who was ultra yeah. uh, ultra crazy towards the end there yeah she she was claiming that the uh, california wildfires were 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 done by the jewish space lasers so there's that oh, yeah, that should win an award for the worst take ever Right. <laughs> I can't think of anything like dumber. Seriously. Yeah, it's the glories of winning unopposed in Georgia. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The the things that the, that she said were just like, "Are you real?" Right. It's almost um, like she's like saying stuff just to try to uh, see how many headlines she can get, but you know. Jewish space lasers. That that one made my day. Lasers. <laughs> All right. So, uh, folks, Buffalo Jeff can't stop that. Oh, God. Melon Husk says, it's. oh, my God, it's Vagina Day in my time zone. Dion, Nick, it's Vagina Day in your time zones. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it is. Yes, um, yay, yay. So that means it's time to go because it's late, which means... <laughs> Vagina clock, boys, which also means time to get to work. I'm working for the weekend. Yeah. (laughs) You want a piece of my heart? You better start from the start. (laughs) That always makes me think of Vice City. You want to be on the show? Yeah. Come on, baby. Let's go. All right. So, uh, Nick, is there anything you'd like to say before we go? Yes, um, this uh, Friday, Saturday, I will be in Virginia, w- Winchester, Virginia, at the Grindsploitation Film Festival, showcasing a movie that um, Kenda finally has in his collection, uh, Mother News Presents, Once Upon a Nightmare. So I'll be out there with, with Dick Tanner, um, drinking, smooching, having, having a good time. Uh, hopefully I'll remember it, but who knows? I might, I might even make a video, for, video of it for Patreon. Who knows? Ooh. Uh, Kendo, Dion, anything you'd like to say before we go? Free Yeo. Hail Giuseppe. Hail Giuseppe. <laughs> All right, so folks, uh, guys, I'm going to drop the link for the comic before we go one last time. Uh, we have nine more days to... Oh, crap, that's... Uh, that's There's nine more days left in this campaign, and then we're going to be moving on to the SJW cards and Wokebusters and all sorts of fun mm. stuff. So, guys, this is the beginning of uh, the publishing arm of everything we're going to be doing. So, you guys really like the stuff. We have a lot of backers. I've looked at the numbers. There are a lot of books going out, so that's really, really cool. And um, get yourselves a copy. This is the first WCBS project. You'll never forget this one. You never forget your first time. Uh, stunning and brave Paisley Hidalgo, thank you very much, says Jeff and Dion will write the Batman Beyond trilogy and a reboot of the Power Rangers. Ooh. So Ooh. I have in a very inebriated state written a Power Rangers reboot. I got 
really inspired one day and I have a great idea for it. So I'm there. Um, Basically, if, uh... my movie idea is the first movie is the Green Ranger. That's it. That's where it starts. You can go so many places. Instead of building to the Green Ranger, you start with the Green Ranger. Trust me. Nice. Yeah, if uh, if if Full Moon would give me the rights to Trancers, I could remake that uh, that whole series. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just the gross. Hey, Logan Michaels here. What's up, buddy? This just caught me off guard. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna read that on air. I'm just like, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. I was All like, right. whoa. That's uh, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's. <laughs> I want to get yourself a glass of water there. Yeah, yeah, somebody's real thirsty. Mm -hmm. Uh, You should be thirsty for these WCBS figures right here. I wish we had them. (laughs) Kendo again, man. What's it like to have a six-pack that you can bounce literally anything off of? Awesome. It feels great. Jeff Jeff looks like he just woke up off off his Millennium Falcon and he heard something. I'm just ready to start. You know, it's National Vagina Day. I got to start appreciating and then shooting people. It's a fucking slow day. (laughs) But uh, yes, folks, this comic, written and drawn by me, features us, the WCBS guys. Uh, it features our kidnapped victim, and we uh, we make a movie. We get spit on, we get uh, shit happens to us, and uh, it gets a little dark. Kendo, <laughs> are you surprised at the length you went to to help your friend, me? No, he's not. not. <laughs> oh, uh, no, so I folks, not at all. Oh, okay, you, you were completely cut out. So, folks, also, too, you can get the Fandom Menace trading cards. You can get these on your own if you want. But these feature all your favorite fandom favorite fandom menacers with a nice little autograph spot on the back. And uh, this stuff will be mailed out uh, over the summer, like it says uh, right here. Estimated shipping August uh, definitely will be. So we have all of that fun stuff and one more. The High Council right here. We'll ride again. You can get this cover in the higher tiers now. And at the very end of the campaign, we'll have a special stream where I'll bring this back. And we'll have a lot of fun. We'll bring some characters. We'll get the WCBS guys on. We'll try to get as many people on. And folks, one last time, uh, the magnets. These are going to be little magnets that you have that feature your favorite fandom ministers. We've unlocked Tom, Jesse, Mahler, Mecca, and Cecil the Hutt. Uh, next would be Gary, Jeremy, Ethan, myself of the High Council. And then finally, uh, Anna in the Slave Leia outfit. So for the thirsty listeners, there you go. Have fun. But uh, this will be free for everyone. So, folks, from all of us here on the channel, thank you for watching. Be safe, be smart, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com.